It's so much easier to control an audio board when it's not sitting on your lap. Not barreling down the highway at screaming at speeds of 47 miles an hour? Yeah, I was going to say, I'd hardly say you were barreling down any highways. Were you really pissed I didn't put it in overdrive at all the entire week, and when you did pop it in, I took it out right away? Yeah, I really wanted you to take off and do that. Give me that one luxury. I mean, I would have. But I, I, we got a few comments. I control that kind of horsepower, that Ford uh, Festiva or whatever <laughs> we were in. Uh, I think it's, a f I always want to say flex, but it's an edge. We got a few good comments. Uh, um, one in particular. Hold on. That would be fun. Three people on a road trip in a Ford Festiva. Oh, yeah. So, I don't think there's enough room in there to actually put the audio board. I what don't is, think there's enough room in there for your co-host. What is a Ford Festiva? Um, Tiny little car? It's uh, Think of it this way. Put it in H. <laughs> so, it's a tiny little thing. Tiny little, little guy. So Erock3382 on Instagram said, Glad you enjoyed passing through my home state of Connecticut. <clears throat> One, we're not all rich. Two, we love curly mm -hmm. fries. You know, we suggested in Connecticut they straighten their curly fries. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. And three, the covered that bit. That was quite ac ac accusatory. It yeah. was. We were just blindly accusing them for no reason. And three, the covered bridge from Beetlejuice is here too. If you guys ever want a proper tour, come back to Fairfield and I'll show you around. We also love drinking in the woods, even as adults. So I'm booking us. That I'm a fan of. Our friend Covert Nerd. You have like 500 covered bridges by your house, and not a single one of them was in a movie, or a good movie at least. Yeah, I know. Um, at least I never died in any of them yet. Not yet. Uh, our friend Covert Nerd said, Great concept, guys. Next time have arcade drive. That would be hilarious and possibly deadly. We'd have to lie. We'd have to stream it live. Yeah. Because, uh, or I don't know, do they make black boxes for podcasts? <laughs> for, yeah, they should. Uh, we all, I mean, another, um, well, come in handy next time you knock the recorder off the desk and it stuff. <laughs> uh, so our friend, uh, hold on, we have another comment here that, uh, about, about, um, we got a lot of comments on the Taco Bell. Uh, so the average runner said, I understand and agree with your feelings on Chick-fil-A, RK, but based solely on food, I'd have to go with filet. Mm -hmm. Only because we don't have any around compared to Taco Bell's national reach. Plus the Taco Bell here, the actual store, not the food, is absolutely disgusting. That all said. Uh, see. Well, that all said. Sorry, you you're not letting me finish. I know. I was just apologizing. I'll let you finish. I was interrupting you to apologize to let you finish. <laughs> the man's got one line left, Squeezer. That all said, I would make a detour for either on a road trip. So, 
yes, Chick Fil A is delicious, and Squeezer fought me on that. I'm just, you know, very delicious. I, I think the caveat there though is he kept using the word food interchangeably between Chick Fil A and Taco Bell. <laughs> That's true. And now you're completely whitewashing the meaning of the word. That's true. And Chick Fil A, correct me if I'm wrong, Squeezer, doesn't sell. You can't. You can't order a bowl at Chick-fil-A that comes with mashed potatoes, gravy, cheese, corn, and chicken. It's like substance in, inside of it, does it? No. Yeah, well, no. Chick-fil-A loses, KFC wins. And yeah. you can get to a KFC Taco Bell Pizza Hut, Kentaco Huts. Mm-hmm. Or like, if you're lucky, you get an A&W and they still have root beer on tap and they didn't just give up and just shut the thing down. Oh, so God. Then- uh, one day, when I'm rich one day, I'm just going to drive around in a pickup truck, which I already have, with a big rubber tub, which I could easily buy, with uh, like a quarter barrel of just like birch beer in it on tap at all times, which I could easily buy. So I guess I don't have any reason not to do that right now. Yeah, why well, haven't? I mean, there's nothing illegal about drinking, having a quarter keg of birch beer in the back of your... Just birch beer sloshing. Hey, officer. You drinking back there, sir? I'm like, and I tap it off. And then I have like a line of cops just getting pulled up while they come over and just have a nice brisk birch beer right, on the side of the road. <clears throat> we're going to have to test this, sir. We got a couple lined up, uh, some experts from the station. Birch beer is delicious. <laughs> so, <clears throat> uh, yeah, Chick-fil-A might be good, but would you take a Chick-fil-A over a Taco Bell KFC combo? No. And if you say you would, then you, sir, are a liar. Well, it's because I'm going, I'm just, um, I, I, I don't get fancy with all that fancy bowl stuff. You know, there's a reason that they sell a, a you know, a 20 piece bucket of chicken for a family. Or, <laughs> you know, would you say you like a spread? I do like a spread. If I go to KFC, I don't, I don't believe in, in their, in their sloppy bowls. No, I want a nice platter. All right. That's fair enough. Yeah. I, I like my, my chicken. And my mashed potatoes here, and I like my mac and cheese here, and my cookie here, but and squeezer. my biscuit here. That's a lot of carbs. For $10, you can get a $5 box at Taco Bell and a $5 box at KFC and, and eat like 10 kings. <laughs> That's $10. Uh, and you get two drinks. Me, I, I can see me double fisting boxes of <laughs> shit. Just... The ten dollar Philip, the five dollar Philip box of KFC. Is there an Edward Forty Hands challenge where you have like a box of KFC taped to one hand, and a box of Taco Bell taped to the other? Yeah, uh, Kentaco Hut uh, Forty Hands challenge. <laughs> I bet you can. I bet if anyone can do it, you can do it. No, I can't. I believe just despite you know, I, you I like appreciate the sentiment. Pulling there. the taco. Despite the looks, though, I am not. I <coughs> I can't. I don't have it in me anymore. I get tired. It's a lot to eat. It really wears you out. <clears throat> yeah, like uh, we went we went to uh, KFC the other day on the road, and uh, and uh, was I with you? And when I say on the road, I mean I no, uh, no. Okay. No, this is the one where the guy forgot the key to unlock the box, so our job would be much easier. And then it wasn't. Uh, um, oh, so you were over. We still uh, managed. All right, I know where you were. Yeah, we were there on the south side <coughs> by the Seven Eleven, uh, the KFC by the Seven Eleven. Yeah, the KFC by the Seven Eleven across the street from where we used to do WXW. Mm-hmm. That's where I was hoping we got out there early enough we can go and check out a show. But the Rock and Batista 
learn to wrestle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I only got – they had a special. You could get the three-piece uh, chicken with a side and all that crap. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go with the two. And that filled me up. I was a little boy. I'm glad. I'm like, you know what? I'm glad I did not get that third piece of chicken. Yeah, I'm glad too. Because, you know, that would have put me over my 70% uh, uh, full ratio or whatever they call it, you know? Eat to your 70% full. Oh, I thought you, I haven't you said yet. that would have put your body over 70% salt. So No. Oh, salt? Yes. No. I, I'm pretty sure just uh, the breading alone, unlike the extra crispy, is enough to uh, what's a 70, preserve your body for a decade. What's a 70% salt or full thing? It, it, no, no, not salt. Like uh, No, I know. 70% Se- oh, full. But you, you eat until you're like, oh, I am 70% full. And then you stop. You don't eat until you're like, you know. Thanksgiving gluttonous, you know, packed to the gills. Well, what if what I eat is like I, I get full off of like a third of my food? Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't think you, you would starve to death. I'm surprised you are now. You know, you're not now. Because um, there's no way that you would consume at that rate like 400 calories. I mean, outside of beer. Yeah, that's where uh, I get most of my calories from beer. That's where I get yeah. my beer belly from. It's like that Andy Dwyer diet. Yeah. Well, you lost all that weight. Yeah. <laughs> I just stopped drinking beers and I lost 50 pounds. Just beer? Yeah. The bullshit. I saw him eating cucumbers. Hey, I would do it too if I got to play with a raptor. It's true. Uh, yeah, his uh, his Instagram post, like, my nightly snack. Ugh, it was so gross. I, I, yeah, I couldn't. My, oh, okay, here we go. Here's my nightly snack. <laughs> Explain to them what you, do you mind telling them? Wow, how, how many how many people are you having over? Oh, no, it's just me. <laughs> you described your dinner to me earlier tonight. Do you mind sharing that with the audience? Uh, my French onion burger? Yeah. It was pretty good, but we had to take a break before we even started recording the show, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah, it was, we uh, didn't have to take a break. Squeezer had to take a break. I said, we didn't have oh, to take I, a break. We didn't. Yeah, I, I heard you like when I was picking the headphones back up. You were still there. Um, I said medium, and they cooked my burger to a medium. There's still some pink in there. I couldn't tell you the last time that's ever happened. But it's on, like, this onion brioche roll. It's quite tasty, and it's a little toasted. And then they have, like, onions and uh, crispy onions on top of it. And then a Havarti, which I'm always a fan of. And then uh, some kind of French oniony kind of flavoring sauce. I'm not a scientist, so I can't tell you what it was. Nor am I. Mm-mm. All I know is... I ordered my food off a of placemat, so it's got to be fancy. <laughs> Only the best meals come off a of placemat, Squeezer, from what I know. I know the restaurants I usually go to, they have advertisements on for law firms that settle cases with mesothelioma. So. Uh, Robert G. Taylor and Associates on uh, on uh, the the uh, something to wrestle with with Bruce Pritchard. It's one of the ads. Uh, if you suffer from mesothelioma. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. 
I didn't know so many people just specialize in that. I a think, lot of sailors out there. Huh? I think there's a lot of money in that, in that uh, asbestos, mm. asbestos uh, caused lung illness, right? I think so. Yeah. Again, if I'm not a scientist enough to figure out what's in Taco Bell, I'm not going to uh, perjure myself on the mesothelioma cases. Well, I looked it up um, when I... Oh, and we're good. I looked it up when we when I heard of mesothelioma said like a thousand times on that podcast, my one of my favorite podcasts ever, and um, I was I was like, oh, asbestos shit, that makes sense. Uh, okay, anything else going on, Squeezer? Uh yeah, we got another email from a good friend of the show, one Gordon Shumway. Alf is emailing you now. Uh yeah. Yeah, no, we're we're tight. He's got a project for me. I I didn't know. Wait, 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 actually... wait, wait. He's not looking for royalties because I use his image on all our shit, is he? Um, you got to take that up with Mister Fusco. I I think Al's got like that. Uh, uh, did he go and get those kind of thing going on? I think he got screwed. Did he go and join uh, that talent agency you wouldn't sign with, and now he's coming after us for royalties? No, 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 no. In fact, he actually has a little side project for me. He's pitching me something. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. Yeah. Uh, it it's actually the New Yankee Squeeze. <laughs> What's that? Or uh, or uh, this old squeezer or uh, the new squeezer workshop. I'm assuming it's going to be on PBS, but it's my own woodworking show. Hmm. Um, he suggests, if you may, um, can I have my theme, please? A little Salisbury Hill. Oh, hold on. Let me. All right. Here we go. Oh, wrong song. That's not... That was Sledgehammer. That was Sledgehammer. There we go. Oh, okay. I had my keep Peter... Sledgehammer handy for later. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I know you always like to keep a Sledgehammer for later. Oh, absolutely. Well, no, I actually just have my back catalog of Peter Gabriel for all occasions. You never know. You don't. No. All right. Uh, on uh, Tonight, on this week's episode of this uh, old squeezer... Or this new Squeezer Workshop, or my favorite, uh, the new Yankee Squeeze. I like Squeezer's this old Squeezer. The, uh, this old Squeezer? Yeah. Hmm. That that sounds like a kind of movie that you would download and then get flagged for. <laughs> uh, Squeezer is going to be tackling the topic. To oh my god. <laughs> I'm reading this. Topic of proper installation of breadboard ends on tables. Well, let me tell you, folks, I did a better job of reading that than actually doing this in real life. Uh, I, the email continues. Now, we all know Squeezer is slash was a, a Mennonite. I was never a Mennonite. Um, <laughs> I've seen them. Squeezer grew up in the East. <laughs> we grew up in the East Belt, pretzel country. That is fantastic. That's true. Uh, he always favored cast iron cooking over microwave. True. Yeah, of course. He wasn't allowed to watch Pee Wee's Playhouse. True. He went to a Mennonite college for film, right? No, <laughs> I went to. Kutztown is moderate... Mennonite, isn't it? What? Kutztown is Mennonite, isn't it? <laughs> State school. Yeah. It's just well... surrounded by them. They would wake me up on Sunday morning as they go clip, clap, clip, clap, clip, clap, because they'd cut through campus to go to their church. It's a Pennsylvania Mennonite school. Yeah. Um, and no, I went for television production, uh, which I don't, I don't know which would have suited me any better. 
Uh, and he has American chestnut wood trim in his old haunted house. True <laughs> and probably true. There was this really weird smell down here in the basement for a while, and now it went away. So I think it's ghosts. Man, uh, Alf really pays attention to the show. <laughs> Seriously. RK doesn't even know if he has trim in his house. He has cats and stuff. <laughs> That's true. What's trim? Uh, essentially what I'm saying is Squeezer is the closest thing we have to an authentic living shaker style furniture builder. It is your responsibility to share your knowledge like Spider-Man, but with wood. Um, great power squeeze, you know, uh, with great power comes great responsibility. Uh, I should, the most responsible thing would be to say, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about from this point on. I own a lot of tools and I have some wood, and occasionally I try to put the two together and come up with something. Yeah, rarely I mean, does it happen. Even more rarely does it happen successfully. You could let me do the show, but you don't, so that's responsible. Uh, very true. Um, anyway, he continues, uh, Gordon. So I guess Alf here is an actual woodworker himself. Uh, my breadboard ends are not staying flush, and they're either proud or short on the longboards, no matter what I do. For construction, I'm a biscuit man. Biscuits in Type Bond 3. I hear you, Gordon. Absolutely. And as long as I get a good joiner edge, I don't have any problem with the fit-up. On installation, I leave my breadboards proud. They're ripped to length. Great. Table with my track sauce. So I'm completely flush. Again, fantastic. Uh, stain seal. Everyone is happy until a month later, and my ends are wacky. Um, What's a breadboard? Um, if you look at a table and you see like the grain, like in the middle of the table, the grain's running all one way. And then at the ends, there's like a, a strip of wood, uh, that is perpendicular to it. Perpendicular? Uh, cross grain. Okay. Um, so it's like an intersection. Uh, imagine, imagine a highway and then there's an overpass or Over. it, there's a highway and then it ends at a, like a little road. Like at a T intersection, but that highway, when it's humid, can um, expand and contract. So you have to be careful because the road uh, doesn't con expand and contract the other way, and it can cause cracking in your wood. I heard you talking about biscuits. Are these buttermilk? Yes, uh, they are not. They look like tiny little footballs, and they're adorable. Huh. Uh, I know it's wood movement, it is, which everyone says goes both ways, shrinking and swelling. I'm pretty sure that was innuendo. But I find it only happens once and bones me. I don't know if that was an innuendo. What do you do for breadboards? I've seen people cut their ends like an elongated mortise and tenon. I've seen a full-length dovetail, tons of people using the Festool domino and pinning it. What do you think? Uh, should I switch woods? I'm a big fan of getting the driest pine I can get. And by fan, I mean a uh, big fan of the price. I hear you, Gordon. Absolutely. Believe me, I would nah. love to have some nice stuff. But uh, I mean, pine, nope. you know, no one's pine. cheaper than Squeezer, Gordon. Uh, I tried out Poplar, but I really don't like the coloring. Again, agree. I like working with Poplar for uh, uh, construction purposes, you know, uh, but as far as look goes, that's something like I might either do a veneer or I just do it for, for you know, shop what, stuff. What I'm tree going to have... does Poplar come from? What? What tree does a Poplar come from? Uh, poplar. Oh. Uh, am I going to have the bite the pillow and switch to ash again? I don't know if that's innuendo or literal. Uh, Squeezer, we are blue collar and we can't afford to ask. Uh, your shaker furniture is pristine and I love it. I've never made shaker furniture. What's uh, shaker big furniture? Fan. Thanks, Gordo. Huh? What's shaker furniture? 
Uh, it's basically, well, like what you would look at and see like Mennonite furniture. Shit. It's very, a very basic form, but it's sturdy as shit. Oh, okay. Uh, it almost, if it's like modern furniture came out of the past, like it's very, very formal and not formal, uh, form fitting. How could I say it? Just by looking at it, you would think, oh, that's kind of plain. But when you look at the way it's built, you're like, holy shit. Like some kind like of, one of those evil rocking scientist chairs? came up with this. Hmm? Like one of those rocking chairs that sell for like 800 bucks? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, but they make solid stuff. Um, Gordon, look, I, I, I get what you're doing with uh, thinking that by leaving it um, proud on the ends and then trimming it. But what's going to happen is it's still that your long boards are still going to expand and contract. And there's nothing uh, I think you can really do about that. I myself, I love using my biscuit joiner. Um, but from what I understand... I was I did some research after you you know sent me this fine email and there could be issues with uh, uh, if you do like a full glue up or you let the biscuits float except for the center one. Um, but the things I was looking at where they were doing like the uh, uh, tenon uh, and then boring it out, uh, boring that out and then doing a uh, a dowel in there that kind of floats and then you only glue up the center. Um, it's just. That looks like a lot of work, and it's something I would like to try one day. Um, but maybe, maybe once we get this show off the ground, and uh, people watch me make a fool of myself cutting wood, um, it, 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 we're gonna have to get like Ed Boone. If I do a woodworking show, we'd have to get like Ed Boone in to like produce this show because there's gonna be so much blood. Whoop dee! Oh, it's toasty. Toasty. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but I appreciate it. Did you see any of the new footage from the new one coming out? No. But I, it's I, ridiculous. I read that footage existed. It's, uh, I was watching it. Our, our good friend Jason, who made you your manhole, was just laughing hysterically as I showed him. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Because, back up. like, the most basic the moves now model is, of a like, manhole. a fatality. Oh, okay, okay, back up. The 3D model of a manhole for my video. He did not make me a manhole. <laughs> I would have made you a manhole. Semantic squeezer. I, I would have made you a manhole and then shot it and then given you that to work with. Well, we're talking all this innuendo. I didn't want people to think. Oh, manhole. Gotcha. Because yeah. Gordon's a dirty, dirty mind. Right. Um, but no, I do appreciate that the one Gordon Shubway um, thinks that I know what the hell I'm talking about when I absolutely do not. Uh, the coffee table I made that I slapped together that I thought I was going to use for like six months until I had time to make something else is still standing and it's firm and it bowed a little bit but that's because i put so many damn screws in there with my craig jig and glued the shit out of it that there's no way for it to expand yeah, and like course, i said duh. i only did that because it was supposed to be temporary right how many <laughs> staples is there in it uh staples yeah staples i i didn't use any staples well that's then you built it wrong. Oh. The way I was taught to build things, hot glue staples. And <laughs> glue and staples? Duct tape. I, I did glue on the four uh, squishy corner pads around the corner so my kid wouldn't, like, pierce their skull on it. Oh. Remember um, you were going to build me a record player table out of concrete? Oh, yeah. I was going to build you that. Yeah. Um, but then you're like, I have I also, to build. I still have the glass for your birthday present from, like, three years ago. Oh, I don't even know. I was, was going to make you a shadow box for one of your cereal boxes. <clears throat> oh, right, 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 right. You could you could buy a shadow box for three dollars at Hobby Lobby, but 
Well, yeah, but this one was going to be, like, fancy and nice. I was going to light it and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the glass is still... I don't know how. It's been sitting there for, like, three years and hasn't been broken. So that's some impressive cardboard. Um, yeah, I'm impressed. Also, uh... Just give you the glass. But the desk you built for our one show is... That's... We're going on two years now. It's been... It's been great. Oh, yeah. It's sturdy. It... You know... None of the bread baskets loped on that thing. <laughs> right? Did I get the terminology right there? Yep, you got it. The bread basket did not elope. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> so uh, we're talking dollar store, 99 cent store, Dollar Tree memories today. Like all yes, the sir. above. Like it's a big... Uh, like a grab bag of dollar store crap. Right, because they're all the fucking same. They just have different names. Mm-hmm. And you're paying a difference <laughs> between a penny, so... Yeah, know. and some were even just like kind of... Were there any that were ever just like an independent 99 cent store? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because that's what I remember most of them being. Yeah, they were, like the Dollar Tree was a thing... That came on later, like a mm-hmm. like a, a, a chain, but like there were a lot of independent, um, and those were the best ones. Yeah, yeah. Or so, they weren't even necessarily like a dollar, but it was like the shady wholesale place. Right. Well, like in like a flea market, a do- what they call a dollar store. We we still yeah. have some, like at um our farmers market. And they all have a black curtain. They all have a black curtain. Uh, who's going first this week? That's a good question. Uh, last week, you went last. I went last, so I go first. You go first. All right, my first one, um, well, I'll play my clip first, and then I'll explain it. The amazing Bic Roller writes so smoothly, it almost writes by itself. Furthermore, uh, scratch that. The amazing Bic Roller, so smooth, but never mushes down. So smooth, yet even writes through carbon. And don't forget the sales tax. Dear Mary, dear Jane, dear Peggy Sue, you are the only girl for me. Stop writing and let the big roller do the work. In medium and fine line, so smooth it almost writes by itself. So, <clears throat> I'm talking about pens. Specifically, ten color pens. <clears throat> so, you know those four color pens, Squeezer, that... Big cells. Yeah. They have uh, red, blue, black, green in uh, mm-hmm. one pen. And you slide each color you want down. Well, It's kind of like something out of a Ridley Scott film. Absolutely. The future. So back when I used to go to the 99 cent. There, so where I go see movies now, the Terminate, there used to be my sister would take <laughs> dance classes there in that shopping center. Mm-hmm. And down a bit by where now is the uh, auto store. Yeah, the staples. There was a ninety-nine cent store there, <clears throat> and there's where I bought my first and multiple. Sorry, uh, <clears throat> your uh, child got you sick, and you gave me the cold while we shared a vehicle <laughs> to Springfield. Sorry, and now Enchantress is sick too. The poor doll is sorry up in bed. Um, feeling garbage. Bolub's okay. <clears throat> what? No, Bolub's okay. Yeah, she's got her treats and her food. Um, so, uh, that's where I, I purchased my first and, and many subsequent 10 color pens. They're about the, roughly the size of a woman's dildo. 
Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow! The typical vibrator dildo. Well, that's all right. Well, I mean, it's 2018. That's a little sexist of you, isn't it? Back, I'm talking. This was 90, 1990. So okay, I yeah. guess. I'll, I'll let you slide on that one. Right, and like a real man uses a a, pe- a phallic, a more phallic. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I got. Yep. Women only need it to rub against an area. A man gotcha. needs to know something's in there. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, but I well, I do now. Come on, don't play coy with me. Uh, I don't so know what that means? <clears throat> this was. Uh, it looked like. Is that a, where you toss like the little round metal thing, hard things onto the like plate? What's that? Oh, it's quates. Quates. I said koi. Oh, gotcha. Koi. So this it was like it, it was the same con- same concept of the four color pen, but there were ten shittier colors like brown, purple, and I I think I had one that had like scented pen inks. Ooh. But I can't remember if that's true or not. Like, would you have to smell the paper, or could you smell it like in the pen? You have to smell the paper. Okay. Ah. Uh, and I, I started having these like fifth, sixth grade. So let me math here. Um, all right. So I graduated in the year 2000. <laughs> and that was 12th. 11th was 99. 10th was 98. 9th was 97. 8th was 96. 7th was 95. Six was ninety four, so it was roughly ninety three, ninety four. I was buying these bastards. Uh but yeah, they were great, and uh, like I, I remember I was one of the first to have one, and a lot of kids were jealous that I did have one, and then you know everyone started catching on and buying them because they were mm. they were a buck. But yeah, that was one of the many things you could always get weird, odd stationery and like. And cool shit at the dollar store, the ninety-nine cent store, what have you. Uh, and it was that stuff that someone thought was a good idea and put in a store, but it wasn't a good enough idea to actually sell, so it ended up there. Yeah, um, but there was always like I don't know. For me, stationery has always been like a thing for me. Like the, the, the it is a thing, isn't it? Yeah, I always like the the pens and like the like. It, I don't know. I, for a kid, I loved going in Staples. Mm-hmm. Enchantress still does like it's her favorite thing like pens I, I get her like for Valentine's Day a set of like like papermate flare pens in like 50 different colors and she's oh, nice. like, swooning as if I bought her like a, a, a chest of diamonds <laughs> well I tell you what you, you just you just give me the scented toner and that'll get me off so. the scented toner scent of toner oh the scent of toner Oh yeah, you walk in there and just you get hit in the face with ink. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. But then these pen, do you ever when you, you ever try to jam them up as mes- as best you could? Like try and get like more than get one. as many as you can down. I mean, you can only get one out at a time, right. but you could try to jam it up, and then you I'd whack it and try to get them to all like untangle. No, but I remember I didn't pay it, attention. It had the school. big like button on the top that like mm-hmm. like slapped it back up. Yeah. And those they like fell apart. And like if you if you unscrewed the top, like it had like a, a, a translucent top that like showed you all the colors. So you unscrewed it, like they'd all fling out and yeah, ten ten little springs go everywhere. You ten little springs and ten like ink wells go everywhere, and it's such a piece of garbage that like you can never get it back together again. So 
You know, yeah. you're waiting. You're waiting till next Friday when your sister has dance class again to go to the 99 cent store and pick up <laughs> one of these again. Yeah, it wasn't like that. The little pens they have and like the glass case at Staples. No, no, no. I always wanted like an inkwell. I always wanted an inkwell pen, like to dip. Yeah, I like the idea of it, but you know me. You know how particular I am, and I like my big round stick, just most right. basic black ink pen and it's just a weird thing like i try like using like a nice fancy pen but i just now I now in 2019 i don't even know how to write anymore <laughs> see i have to though and we've talked about this like I, you you can like type your notes out and do i just i can't comprehend it. it like it doesn't register Whereas I, I, if just by me writing it out, I kind of commit it to memory in the process, and then I basically don't even look at what I write. Right. right. It's just that, and I, I type so slow. Squeezer, your first Dollar Tree pick. Well, it's payday. I'll wager you've been looking forward to this. Oh, yes, ma'am. Here we are. Two quarters. Two quarters. You deserve every penny. You know, I've told a lot of my girlfriends about you, and they have chores, too. Two quarters? But you didn't say thank you. Listen, lady, I can leave without screaming, and I can leave without saying a bad word, but there is no way that I am saying thank you. You're welcome. All right, then, off you go to spend it on penny whistles and moon pies. Penny whistles and moon pies. You change your list up a bit. Oh uh, well, no, it's the same thing. I just uh -huh. kind of uh, solidified it a bit. Okay. So th this all goes down to the the ninety nine cent store, and you've heard us talk before about the Whitehall Mall and the mecca that it once was. And I remember the day where they brought in the ninety nine cent store there. Mm -hmm. I, I couldn't tell you for the life of me what it was before, if there was even like a building there. No, they remodeled like, it. To put the yeah. 99 cent store there. Yeah, that's what I thought. I felt it was more hallway, and they just kind of added, they narrowed it down and put a uh, shop there, right? It might have been, but I just, I know they remodeled it. And now it's yeah. like a bridal store, and it was also an RC. Yeah, they, that was awesome when they turned it in like an indoor RC track. Right. Um, and now it's like a, a, a yeah, the bridal knockoff uh, wedding dress place. place. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but the beauty of this one was, they put that in right across the hall it from it was right across from the arcade right and from Spaceport. it was right across from like caddy corner like the, it was the perfect triangle and uh the movie theater and the, that snack stand that's now a pet store was on the corner there oh that's right that's absolutely right yeah but you could go and so like I remember my mom would get all worked up about like when we go certain places on vacation and like they have those old timey stories and like, oh, you can get penny candy. Right. You know, and usually it's guards. But basically, that's what this place was to us. Like it was the the, the poor man's. Right. Mom, can I have store. a dollar to buy something? In the, can I have a dollar five to buy something at the 99 cent store? Yeah. You that that six percent sales tax. And so for us, lo location is key, right? I mean, I, I know I'm I'm an amateur in the real estate market, uh, but I know location, location, location. That's what they teach you in those DVDs that I paid for. And um, I mean, to have the arcade right there is one thing, but the movie theater is huge. And you know me. I'm Captain Frugal McDougal. Uh, 
and I'm not going to pay movie theater markup prices on candy. Right. No, you're not. No, no. So you have that 99 cent store candy, and it's always something. Um, you didn't weren't going in there dress, buying Snickers and M&Ms. Didn't Alf address that email to you as Mr. Frugal McDougal? Uh, I believe it was... No, just, just uh, you know, this old squeezer. This old squeezer. Oh, I love that. I might make One sure. Day. That, that's going to that's gonna be my uh, epilogue episode, like my old man Logan, um, <laughs> as I uh, burst out of your chest with my claws. <laughs> I was thinking that, so go ahead. Continue. <laughs> um, What's, what candy did you buy from? Um, usually, like, the, the things... Usually hard candies. Again, I would go for, and we talked about Warheads in a, a, a previous show, but I would I would go for like the harder candies, uh, Warheads, uh, um, uh, Atomic Fireballs, stuff like that, mm-hmm. and stuff that'll last too. Again, Captain Fru McDougal over here. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm not gonna go for like one little thing and then like be done with it. No, I want something that I can. I can savor. I need my everlasting gobstopper. You're looking for the most bang for your buck. Absolutely. Uh, throw in a little bit of gum there. And uh, oh, what was the big one that I would... Uh, what was the big grand finale there? Oh, what the hell was the name of it? Uh, I, I can't think now. No. I would, I sometimes I would treat you. myself with like a little box of nerds. Okay. You know, like the little ones that you sometimes eat. Like the one, not the big fancy slider opening kind of ones. Yeah. Like those cost money. Uh, but like, you know, just a single serve. You just boom, down those real quick. Yeah, like you a know. shot. Yeah, like just a shot, a shot of nerds. That's good um, stuff. Oh, I could go for that right now. In fact, I think I just, I was going through the pantry and I found an old bag of Skittles from Halloween. That oh, that's, all, Halloween that's good. Your name written all over it. I think I might. Those might be gone before the end of the show. Um, but yeah, the, that ninety-nine cent store. That like that became my ninety-nine cent store. Um, we had, not that it was mine, uh, but you know, it was the one that was my go-to because we had like other you know general stores and a couple little shops around the the corner. But if I went to the mall and I need to load up on candy prior to the movie, uh, that was our go-to spot. I I had a few. I had the one at Tillman 8, which was prom- probably my primary. That one and the one at the South Mall that was, again, right next to the arcade. They, I don't know why they put them right there. there was Everything one- revolved around arcades and movie theaters. Right. Back then. There was one in the Phillipsburg Mall right after you got out of um, J.C. or Sears or J.C. Penney's, the main anchor store. I was what on were the you right. doing in Phillipsburg? Uh, my mom would Oh, your mom was looking time. for... Yeah. Uh, something something um and then there was one and of course the whitehall mall so yeah there was never the leah valley mall was never uh in the depths of no need enough to have a dollar tree and to be fair i didn't yeah they never were and even even when it was dark and like brown like i honestly like didn't spend enough time there as a kid you know, it wasn't until they even started, like, it was later. Like, we wouldn't go there that often. And that's because my parents worked at the White Hall Mall, so that's why we spent most of our time there. Right. That, and you can kind of just park, and then they could 
you know, walk us over to the ball fields or the pool or Toys R Us or whatever. <laughs> right, right. All the good stuff is right. there. God forbid you try to. Or the radio it. towers. Or the radio towers, yeah. Mm, right there in the parking lot. That used to be Clover. Mm. Yeah, my head's was stuck there. It's probably what fused me with the radio towers and my power. <laughs> um, all right, so here's my second pick. It's me, Richard Simmons. Listen, are you sick and tired of boring look-alike exercise videos with synthesized elevator music and a lineup of leotard-clad Stepford wives? Well, if you are, honey, have I got the cure for you. This is my brand-new aerobic workout tape, Sweatin' to the Oldies. And if you don't like having fun, <laughs> well, you best not come in here. Fucking love Richard Simmons. Um, so I bought in 1993. Richard Simmons released a book. It was called like, uh, it was I forget what the fuck it was called, but it was like stories of like people who like did his stupid program and like succeeded. And I don't know. I felt like I was 11 years old. I that's probably how quick it took to land its hardcover version in the 99 cent store, the dollar store. I remember I bought this in the South Mall one and I was big in like buying books and, and I bought it and I, it took me a while to ever like read a paragraph, but I read it and I got hooked on it because it was like good stories. And I don't know if like I'd go back and read it now and like enjoy it, but um, do you remember buying like shitty discount books at the dollar store? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, um, I, I still I wish I still I had never it. read them. No, I, I know I rarely read them either. But this is one I actually like sat down and like read because I was like I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read it, and I sat down and read it and it was it was pretty, it was okay. And I miss Richard Simmons and especially in um, Howard Stern. He's and still I was, alive. No, but he's out of the public eye. Well, sure, maybe it's for the best. Maybe, but when he was on Howard, like the Gary, Gary, I need you, you know the 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 the, the Howard, and then of course Dave Letterman and Richard were were a, a match made in heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he was just like a, you know an inspiring figure, and I love Richard. But um, yeah, I bought his book in 1993. <laughs> was it uh, Richard Simmons' Never Give Up? Never Give Up. That's what it was. Inspirations, reflections, stories of hope. That was it. Yeah, I, I see you reading that. Uh huh. Can you please? I want to. I just. I I can see you. That's a uh, great. Uh, record an audio book. I record an audio book. But if you ever. If you ever do publish and you have that picture of you on the back, I, I could see you reading that with just like your eyes above it. Like, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. 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 yeah it was an inspiring book to me. Never give up. I bought it when I was 11 years old, 25 years ago. Jesus did Christ. It, did old. it work? I, no, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe in like somehow, I like to think somehow it made me think. Because it's not it's not just about people losing weight. You know, he's a very inspiring man. So it's you know, they're sad stories. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I remember reading it and being like, oh, this isn't bad. Like, is I'm like I'm getting through the pages. So, and then like I discovered Michael Crichton and all bets were off. So. Mm. And once, yeah. Jura- once Jurassic Park, it was right around the time I started reading like Stephen King too. 
Okay. So I was like big into having a book collection. So I was like yeah, slogging once through. You, once you once you read, you know what happens to Henry Wu and Nedry. Like, there's no turning back from that. No, yeah. Once I got into Crichton and started like reading all his books, like it was a, it, you know, that like took my attention. But like, I we everyone was in the Stephen King in, in high school and, and oh, not high school, we were in elementary school. But <clears throat> so I had like Pet Cemetery from Books and More used bookstore behind my house. I had the Bible uh, dust jacket wrapped around my copy of it. <laughs> <laughs> Did it work? It, it was kind of like too big for it, but uh, you know, it wh- like, which Bible though? Because if it's like the King James Bible, that's probably more gruesome than actually it. No, we're Catholic squeezer. We're not allowed to, well, I'm Sorry. not Catholic, but we, I was Catholics in Catholic school. And which one do you, which one do you guys have? Uh, the, the regular. I know they're, Yes. Okay, you got the regular Bible. The de- the decaf. <laughs> the black no sugar cream. I don't know the fucking Bible. What kind of Bible do Catholics read? Like, can you Google that quickly in your Google machine? Yep. What is it? Uh, I think I clicked on the wrong thing. Oh, and I'm gonna be buying. The squeeze gonna be like, why did you buy a Bible last night? Catholic Bible revised, Catholic Bible. I think it's just the What's Catholic that? Bible. Catholic Bible? That doesn't sound right. Huh. Sure. Which is the correct Bible for Catholics? Uh... Oh, sometimes referred to as the Catholic Bible. Right. The Look King... at that. We all learned something today. The King James Version is not accepted by the Catholic Church. Yeah, well, that's the good one, man. That's fire and brimstone and shit. That's the one you want to read. Yeah, that's the one Sam Jackson likes to quote. I had this, like, kid's Bible. That... Were there pictures? Oh, of course there was pictures. Yeah, this I gotta picture. find it. Like You know the adult version. You know, if they made one for adults with pictures, too, that would be a lot better. I had the Precious Moments Bible, but then I had this, like... Aw. Yeah, because there's a lot of Precious Moments. Yeah, they like took all the nasty shit out. But I had a Precious Moments Bible. You remember Precious Moments, those porcelain figures? Oh, yeah. Yeah, my mom collected those. But I had this like kid's Bible. And like in that picture of rant of me like on in, in bed with my dog that I posted with all the Viking shit everywhere, mm-hmm. you could kind of see it. Like, and I know it's there because, you know, I know what it is. It like it actually captured my attention as a kid. I gotta figure out like you could see like my precious moments Bible next to all my D batteries and my Hess truck. <laughs> but um Yeah. Uh where were we? Yeah, Richard Simmons. His book was better than Jesus's, so Wow. No, I'm kidding. Jesus only wrote part of the Bible. <laughs> I know I science. Actually... <laughs> oh my god. Literally. <laughs> All right, here's your next pick. No! Oh! That's enough. Oh man, was that the rock That's hitting enough. mankind with chairs? It was. Uh, there's a reason why we started a little bit later because I knew exactly what audio I needed for this. Right. And I still got sucked into watching. Like this entire match, 
Was this the then, Royal Rumble? The uh, Ro- 99 Royal Rumble, Rumble, the I yeah. Quit match, yeah. Nothing was more gruesome than this match and uh, chair shots. And then the fact at the same time they were doing that documentary yeah. and so they had a camera crew on his wife and kids the entire time. Yeah. And then I started watching that, and so we, that put us like 45 minutes behind. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I just right. need a good sound of a chair shot, and I wanted to use the chair shot heard around the world, you know, where Tommy Dreamer hits Raven while he's chained to the cage, but everything on the audio is just so bad from that, uh, from 96, um, I couldn't use that for the show. So also, Tommy Dreamer might come after you for using he his might. audio, yeah. He's already ready to come after you with the Singapore King. Tommy, what? Like, when can we make this happen? You want to see me get caned? Yeah, of course I I've do. been I've been caned before. It's not pleasant. I just want to like tie your hands back so you can't start masturbating when it's happening. Like they did mankind. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, you, you kind of so are like we, a living mankind. So, you know, there was plenty we did plenty of uh, backyard wrestling yeah, you're, you're stupidity. You're just going to pass that on. That was the best compliment I ever afforded to you. <laughs> it, yeah, that's true. I'm your Paul Bear. <laughs> Ah, by my own Paul. Uh, you're yeah, my Jimmy Hart. Squeezer. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. I'll take you out. You'll, we'll come. You can come and have an uh, uh, French onion burger with me, so you can fit the role more appropriately. <laughs> hey, Schmuffin. Say hi, Schmuffin. Hi, Schmuffin. Uncle Squeezer says hi. Uh, so we, you know, we were up to our backyard wrestling shenanigans and stuff like that, and we were get pretty over the top. <laughs> But there was a time, you know, we were just kind of messing around. And uh, friends of mine, friends of the show, we will uh, call them uh, Kevin and Matt uh, for the sake of this show, even though that might not be their real names. Um, But they had uh, a younger brother. We'll call him a younger brother, not a little brother. Um, And we'll call him Nick. I like how you Uh, figure out names and I'm just like, uh, Billy decided one day, you know. It just blurred shit out. Um, so, you know, you're messing around. You're doing dumb stuff. This is the kid that I gave him a pile driver, and he's a large, big kid, and I gave him a pile driver, and just him coming down on me hurt me more. And this is just messing around in the basement. And then I did the old D, uh, D-Lo leg drop on him, and I hurt my uh, tailbone because uh, you shouldn't. I'm not a trained uh, athlete like the great D-Lo Brown. Yeah, well, he was. Yeah. He could, that um, motherfucker could work. Well, yeah, absolutely. No, I was a big fan. It's just that I was a short, stocky, little Samoan-looking, half-black-looking kind of kid, even though I'm absolutely all German with a buzz cut, but somehow I <laughs> looked like D'Lo Brown. Um, and we took it to the extreme, as it always does, and we busted out the cookie sheets. Oh, yeah, you gotta. Yeah, we busted out the cookie sheets. So we're upstairs, and... Uh, I believe it was Matt. He, I confirmed. I checked with him, uh, even though that's a made-up name. Right. And he just started just beating his younger brother and just cracked him. And now it's past uh, uh, what's that uh, fancy law thing where you can't do stuff anymore? I, I don't know laws. Uh, passage of liability. We just we'll go with that. Um, so nothing can happen to him anymore. But I just remember oh, statue of limitations. Statue limit. Statue of limitations. Statue. Yes, it's a big statue that says limitations. It's like the Statue of Liberty, but for criminals. You're learning. Oliver. I am learning. 
Um, people are going to think we actually really are dumb. Yes. Um, just think. Yeah. Words take time to come. Mm-hmm. They're there. I just, I know what I want to say. I just don't know the thingy that you have to put together to say it. Um, and I just remember wailing on this kid and ended up bending the cookie sheets. And then his mom came home. Oh, no. And all hell broke loose. And this is one of those things where I Did was she there want to bake and cookies I would just take and her off sheets and were all bent? What's that? Did she want to bake cookies and her sheets were all bent? Not, not just bake cookies, just that. I mean, her son was just beaten by her eldest. Um, you'd think that would make her upset, but no, she was more upset that we ruined her really good cookie sheets. Yeah. Because I guess, and I didn't know this until I like owned a home and I bought cookie sheets. They can be expensive. And I guess we ruined her really good cookie sheets. Okay. Um, so that led us to no longer um, using those cookie sheets. And then we had to go to the dollar store, which made sense. And that was like our uh, when it came time for our backyard wrestling matches. That's where it was a good place for weaponry. Because um, we weren't those ridiculous over-the-top uh, fluorescent tube uh, with uh, strippers end-capping our wrestling matches kind of guys. We kept it simple. Nothing too crazy. You know, the occasional flaming piece of OSB or, you know, a Singapore cane made out of a tiki torch or, you know, an erector set. No big deal. Uh, Squeezer, real question, real talk. Sure. Yeah. Have, you, have you been checked for CTE? Well, did you know that they don't even allow chair shots anymore? I know that. Yeah, because of that. And I kind of get it. And as a big fan of MMA and boxing, I'm very torn. Um I don't want to see people getting hurt. And I love mankind. I love Mick Foley. And now, 35-year-old me, I don't think I would want to watch that match anymore. No, no. It's Even though hard I just to watch. did. It's hard to watch. It is. It's, it's, a, it's a different kind of, I don't know. We just didn't know back then. You're like, oh, that hurt. But what's it going to do? You know? Yeah, you're like, he likes that. He's sick. Yeah. Um, man, what a great storyline, though. That was fantastic. Yeah, that was, that was some good shit. Um, the, the Rock and Mick. Yeah. But then, you know, so we would just go and, you know, we weren't crazy enough to, I could never comprehend hitting myself over the head with a steel chair. So we would just go to dollar dollar store and get like the cheapest, you know, aluminum pan, tin, you know, cookie sheet, cheapo aluminum ones. Right. Whenever uh, ECW is in town, there's a run on those because they sometimes allow people to bring their own weapons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, uh, when, like I said, when I first met New Jack, uh, first met, when I once saw New Jack and I stared at him guffawed, and yeah, he was just walking around in the, in the, with the fans out front and just collecting weapons. Uh, a lot of plastic hockey sticks, mm-hmm. um, which being on the end of one of those, you know, just to play hockey game, I would not want to get hit with one of those. That would suck. Yeah, they don't forgive the way you would think they would. No, no. You'd almost take a real hockey stick at that point, like those aluminum ones. That's going to bend. Mm-hmm. And a plastic one's going to snap and has a little bit of, like, recoil to it. Um, but, yeah, that dollar store was like our, would be our go-to. I would stock up there on, like, the cookie sheets and stuff because, you know, I wasn't a tough guy. I wasn't pretending to be a tough guy. No. But it looked cool on camera, and it sounded good. Right. And I'm sure it only led to mild cases of CTE. My, only very mild. The mildest. Mild. I've taken much more damage. I still, I was thinking back that time I got clotheslined by the clothesline. 
um, probably did a shit ton of damage. Because I was out for a while. Mm. I was a different world. Because you have the initial of the clothesline across the forehead, and then the secondary of the, uh, how high is a clothesline? Like, seven feet? I mean, at least. Six, seven feet. And just then that right on the back of my skull and, you know, pack snow. Yeah. It explains a lot. <laughs> you can bam a man. Zing a man. One, one, one at a time, a man. Any way you want a man. Down a man. Snarf a man. Chicklets, they're in. Tiny sized chicklet squeezer. Not just tiny sized chicklets, the regular fruit chicklets that come in the box. I think chicklets were devolved into the yellow box, which had the white peppermint ones that look like my teeth. And I'm not saying that to compliment myself. I'm saying that because you guys hurt me. Mm. On a regular basis by making uh-huh. fun of my big teeth. Well, no. I mean, it's nice. Sometimes you just need a little extra balance of light. Just you know, <laughs> say something nice to you and you smile and you get the shot. Um, and then there's the uh, orange box, which has the multicolored fruit chiclets, which yeah. are delicious, which mm-hmm. you have to eat a box at a time. Like, they're not meant to eat one piece. They're meant for you to, like, kind of, like, take the box by the thin end, so you're gripping the thin end in your hand, and you squeeze it together to kind of envelope it out, and it gives you a nice spout to pour the entire box into your mouth and chomp down and suck all that delicious flavor down and probably a week's worth of sugar. Uh, And then You think so? Because I don't know the way... Sorry, but the way it always came up to me, like they were like almost branded as like healthy. Oh, of course, yeah. But that was back before we realized sugar was poison, Squeezer. Oh. <laughs> Same with tiny Wait. size. What? Po- sugar's poison? Oh, yeah, Squeezer. Sugar is poison. Huh. So. It's a lot. Uh, uh, tiny size chiclets are the same thing. They come in that little envelope. You rip that thing open. You kind of squeeze the ends again to make that mouth. And you pour the entire. Th- it's one serving size. <laughs> It's one piece of gum and a tiny sized chocolate bag. Because why else would they Wait, put it? Seriously? And there's no serving You're size on. on. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm. I, I, have you ever savored one chocolate at a time, Squeezer? Yeah. Tiny size. Uh, no. No. Fair enough. But like, I wouldn't do the whole bag. I do a few at a time. Yeah, you I try might, to. Might get like, I might get like two or three little, you know, dumps. No, you don't. I try. You try, but you wind up taking the entire envelope. It's like when I'm at work and I got that that coffee cup full of Mike and Ikes, you know? Or um, or hot and ready on your way home. <laughs> it's a road pizza. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I haven't tried that. And the problem is by the time I get out, the Little Caesars closes by me. So, Although, to be fair, I could easily. That's not a bad idea. When am I working next? 
uh, uh, maybe Friday night, depending on what time I get home, I can stop it. <laughs> it might be one of the favorite things you ever said. Because you said it was such... I'm just glad I inspired someone to actually attempt it. Right. And that they actually just drove around their neighborhood until they finished the pizza. I, I'm also... What makes that story... That he didn't trust because that doesn't count then. What makes the story so great, Squeezer, is that you just thought it was... Oh, yeah, that makes sense. He's having a road pizza. You didn't realize that you inspired it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, oh, that's brilliant. He's like, yeah, well, I gave him the idea, so... Yeah, that was great. One day Looking just... at the two of us, I could understand why it would be my idea. <laughs> I mean, he's no athlete. No. I don't think he's actually ever watched sports. And I don't know if when you said it, you were just joking or not, but I just remember laughing all night about it. Well, I never did Little Caesars like that. When I would leave the ballpark, I had the Domino's app, so I would order a Domino's pizza, and by the time I got from the park to Domino's, it would be ready. And then I would take it home, and I would eat it when I would get home. No, I don't know if you were being serious. You joked and said, hey, when you leave the studio, there's that Little Caesars right there, 15. Stopping it up and ready for the road. Oh, yeah. That, it was clearly a joke. Right. I don't, I've never, um, I mean, pro, I've gotten one with not the intention of eating the whole thing on the way home. <laughs> Sometimes you go, ooh, that smells good, so you have to have a slice. It's the same reason why when you go to Five Guys and I have to like, put the bag in the back because I will eat all the french fries out of the bag um, before I get to where I'm going. <laughs> also because otherwise they would actually melt through the bottom of the bag. So you have to, you know, stop the grease from, you know, well, saturating the entire paper sack. Your throwaway joke has turned into a legend at uh, our, our job. and Yes. So much that other people have trying to recreate. Said legend. Should I? Can we make that a thing? The the uh, hot and ready challenge. Well, we've talked. Uh, yeah. uh, Max and I've talked about making that a thing. Like, uh, yeah, some, all the money can go to like I don't know diabetes research or something. Something that doesn't heart disease. Like something that doesn't kill people, like the Tide Pod challenge. Well, it's, it's close. <laughs> it just takes a little bit longer. <laughs> no, it's good. heart disease is a slow killer. But it's it's not you know how the attention span of the American public is. By the time it happens, they won't realize it correlates with the hot and ready challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's try and make it a thing, people. Hashtag hot and ready challenge on Instagram, and tag us in it if you can stop at a local Little Caesars, get yourself a hot and ready, any type you want, like, and finish it before you get home. And if you do get home, you have to, you can't just sit in the driveway. You have to actually no. This is a bad idea because we're asking people to take their eyes and hands off the. We could probably get sued for this. Now. Yeah. Oh, some guy careens off the road and hits another car or something like that, and he's like, "Oh, well, two idiots on the podcast told me to eat a pizza." <laughs> yeah, but keep your hands on the road. Keep your do the do the two hand method. Dry hand on the wheel, greasy hand on the pizza. Oh, like like you were. Uh... Like the two-handed method you had today. <laughs> Which was that? Your knee. When was I driving with my knee? When you were texting. <laughs> oh, you mentioned that you're a wife and child. Yes. You know I have a family, right? <laughs> and you're like, looked at me like, what? And Chandra was, uh, was sick. She needed my attention. She's at home. She was at home sick. I had... 
I can drive. My knees are fine to drive. Squeeze yeah, it. Don't be such an alar- driving knees. alarmist. Listen, if if you don't, f- here's the the disclaimer: try the hot and ready challenge. If you're safely, a, if safely. Yes, you actually, in fact, don't do it while driving. You can only do, do it as a passenger. Pull, you have to, as a passenger, yeah. or pull over every couple minutes and eat a slice and then proceed. If you do can't not operate the motor vehicle while consuming, I'm thinking the, the bird box challenge, girl. The last thing I need is, you know, for that to come crashing down if, on us. If, if, what was the bird box challenge? She actually tried driving her car with a blindfold on. Oh, that's a Darwin Award thing. Like, didn't you, you yeah. had it coming. Here's the thing. In 2018, you should be able to operate a motor vehicle and eat a pizza at the same time. They basically drive themselves. In Squeezer, in, in 1932, you should have been able to operate a car and eat a slice of pizza at the same time. Yes, but you weren't able to get a pizza hot and ready for five bucks back in 1932. And you still had the, the double clutch back then, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm guessing. Yeah. So. Assume so. Now it's like now it's automatic. You could if you can't eat a slice of pizza and drive, fucking Christ. <sighs> I'm very annoyed at that. But okay, for if you're gonna do the challenge and post it on Instagram, please be a fucking passenger and don't kill anybody. Yes. Uh, the squeezer, hot and ready look challenge. At, look at me thinking. Not the rad years hot and no, ready challenge. Yeah. The squeezer hey, wait, wait, wait. hot and no, ready no, challenge. No, 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 no. Um the Kmart Hot and Ready Challenge. Because <laughs> <laughs> Little Caesars used to be in Kmart. So this is the K- hashtag Kmart Hot and Ready Challenge. Because I, I mean... Be the first one to do this? What's that? I should probably do this. What? Right? What? If I'm going to be a part of it, right? I can't be the last one not to do the Hot and Ready Challenge. Oh, I will see. We it, it all just... It's based on you saying you did it. Oh. Well, I didn't do it, but I have to now, I guess. I don't know if I can anymore. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm fatter than I used to be, but I just don't have the room anymore. What would be more fun to see you try and do it or see me try to do it? Oh, you try to do it because you would never, it'd be like, it would take at least three days. <laughs> We'd be sleeping in the car. Yeah. Yeah. I, what's, what are the rules? See, I like beer with my pizza. All right. This is get this is gonna get illegal in the terms of drinking yeah, and driving. No, You're not allowed no, to no do that, right? Dri- no, no. The only liquid you can consume is um, any uh, sauces that come with it, <laughs> any dipping sauces. All right, so I couldn't do it on that premise alone. I'm out. Yeah, no drinks. All right, it's well, gonna fill you up. Well, as long as I don't drive my company vehicle, I'm allowed to drink and drive, right? Um, what state are we in? Pennsylvania. Yeah, I think Utah is the only one you can drink and drive because the beer sucks to begin with. So, all right, it's basically that, water, and there's right? nothing to hit. Yeah, like oh, I hit a salt flat. What are the rules of drinking what someone else is driving? You can do it in a limo. You should be able to do it in a car, right? It's tricky. No, I mean if you if if there's an open container in a vehicle, you're going to jail pretty much. Why can you drink in a limo then? Uh, cause it's assumed that the driver is on duty and working and therefore wouldn't be consuming, I think. Well, what if I say you're my driver? I'm not a professional driver. I don't think. I do have my medical card. Yeah. So, but you know. Do I get a little chauffeur hat like the monkey? Well, you can get you one. 
can we just get a monkey to drive? Ooh, now we're talking. And then what we are could... we... oh, we're talking about the we're... chicklets, right? We're talking about gum, yeah. Yeah. But we quickly devolved into the <laughs> squeeze the Kmart, the Kmart Little Caesars Hot and Ready Challenge. Hashtag Hot and Ready Challenge. Which is in no way sponsored or endorsed by the Rad Years podcast. We promote driver safety. We promote driver safety. I was actually just talking about this on the phone with my mother today. Uh, she, she had said someone that she knows they're 90, turning 96, I think, and they just renewed their driver's license and got their picture taken. Mm-hmm. And I am, uh, I am of the belief that like every 10 years you should be fully tested. Oh, yeah, for everything, including STDs, right? Sure, you can. You can. Um, maybe we can uh, add that into the test. I don't know how that applies to your driving skills. Um, uh, they get syphilis, and their mind goes to shit. True, but I think just a regular driving test would suffice. All right, but I think we should be hey, testing pi- these old people for pi- STDs. Well, they get a lot of it, but pirates had syphilis, and they did fine. Yeah, but they had all that lemon to prevent scurvy. Uh, true. But I still had syphilis. It's true. Got me with semantics as usual. Yeah. So you used to get chiclets at the dollar store? <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, chick I used to get chiclets at the dollar store. So you didn't just buy like one pack. You you it came like in a six, like one of those bags, the multi packs. So you get six boxes. It's essentially six servings of chiclets. And uh, same with the tiny size chiclets. It, it was like a multi-pack kind of deal. Uh, also, I think Fruit Stripe Gum, that was the first, before it like re-became mainstream, they'd only have it at the, um, the dollar store. Uh, I always remember getting, especially chiclets, though, and, t- and the tiny size chiclets dollar store. Ah, look at that. One, one chiclet, eight grams, 29 calories. 29 calories in one chiclet? I guess that is a lot, huh? <laughs> For a piece of gum? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? Tiny, yeah, that's a tiny little... Uh, right, that's a square. 29 calories. Uh, One piece... Hang on. How oh, that's much? one block of chiclets is 29. Sorry. Hang on. Oh, I'm no, you misinformation here. Yeah. One stick... What the hell? Fucking... All right, let's say 10 chiclets, 16 grams. So 10 chiclets is 58 calories. 10 chiclets is... Oh, that's not bad. That's about right, because a stick of gum's like five. One stick is... One stick, three grams is 11 calories. <coughs> three grams is 11 calories. Uh, as opposed to, like, your typical mint is... One mint is there. Holy shit! Really? <coughs> like one little mint, like those little stripy ones. Yeah, that's like thirty-six calories. Oh yeah, that's all sugar. That's a that's just a big block of sugar. Nah, that's a good point. Uh, now I'm gonna fall down this rabbit hole here. Of 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 calories and things. Yeah, I'm looking at all these because now Google makes it so easy. Oh, a buttermilk biscuit. Oh boy, this is gonna hurt. <laughs> one small—that's one and a half 
inches in diameter. Hold on. Who the fuck eats a one and a half inch biscuit? 50 calories. Bullshit. Not the ones I eat. All right. Um, hold on. That's one biscuit. There we go. One biscuit. Two and a half inch diameter. That's a biscuit. Uh, 212 calories. That's one biscuit. Hold on. Stop okay. the clock. What? We uh, aren't looking up the right nutritional information for what we're talking about. One hot and ready pepperoni pizza. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, hold on. Hot and ready. Uh, let's do the, not the deep dish, the classic round, pepperoni. One hot and ready pizza. It only has 2,210 calories. How many for the whole pizza? Oh, that's honestly that is doable. Yeah, that isn't as bad as I thought. If you I get, mean, you just don't eat all day. That's fine. And I'm I'm all for the intermittent fasting. So right. If you don't eat for you know twenty three and a half hours, and then in a half hour eat an entire pizza, you're good to go. And if you get cheese, it's one thousand nine hundred fifty calories. So you still got fifty to spare. All right, so I was on the biscuit thing, and I'm like, well, what, I want to know what biscuits and gravy is because I can only imagine because it's delicious. But I want to point out that I just Googled biscuits and gravy nutrition, and then the, the whole uh, people <coughs> ask thing from Google, and the first question is, is biscuits and gravy healthy? <laughs> um, no. They, they kind of have – they come up with this uh, – one of those healthy websites pops up. Um, the answer is no, folks. Um no. It's not supposed to be healthy. It's supposed to be delicious. So <laughs> plus, and it's biscuits and gravy with one biscuit. Who the fuck eats that with one biscuit? Stop trying to hide from the hot and ready nutrition. All right, I'm facts. gonna go shit on a shingle nutrition. Okay, so a, a one cheese hot and ready has three thousand six hundred eighty milligrams of sodium. <laughs> I just, it's funny Google this and I see calories in my shit on a shingle. <laughs> If people don't know what that is, it's cream chip beef on toast. Yes. Okay, so if you got the ultimate supreme hot and ready squeezer, that's 2,680 calories. Is that like four different kinds of meat, I think? I'm sure. And 6,190 milligrams of, of sodium, so you're about dead there. That's So that's like <coughs> modification right there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so that's what you're hot and ready Wow, yeah. See, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna fall down a rabbit hole here with this whole. Yeah, I don't finding, think like, I don't think people want to hear us talk about the no. nutritional info. Well, here, here, here's the thing with the nutritional info. When I look up like cream chip beef and like or like biscuits and gravy, like their concept of a serving size is ridiculous. Right. All right. Like one. It's like a small little half of, like a salad plate with like one biscuit. No, no, no. That's not. I don't know where the hell you can even order that. No, I don't. I don't either. Um, like if, if you order that, like, uh, can I have a small plate of uh, uh, biscuits and gravy? Just one biscuit, please. And if you can only just half a biscuit, and she's like, "Oh, sure." Would you like some Vagisil on the side? You know, I'm like, "Yes, please." If you really want to pack on the calorie squeezer for for hot well, and ready no, challenge i don't uh so far i've been doing fine by myself but sure i could use your advice uh the three meat treat deep 
deep dish specialty pizza. Okay, that sounds amazing. Comes with 3,370 calories, uh, 1,400 of them from fat, 165 grams of total fat, 70 grams of saturated fat, 3 grams of trans fat, 340 milligrams of cholesterol, 6,990 milligrams of sodium. There's no reason to have that much salt in anything. Yeah, I know. Like, that's an entire, like, they're making a pizza, and they're like, oh, we don't have enough. And they just unscrew the top, or they do the, the quarter trick with the salt <coughs> shaker. You know, you spin the quarter and then slam the salt shaker down and then let it go. Yeah. So the next person to pick it up, it spills all over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just, basically, they're just dumping an entire salt shaker on you. Mm-hmm. And, um... Carb-wise, you're looking at uh, 300. It's lower carbs than the the Ultimate Supreme because it's all that meat. So you're only looking uh, at 321 carbs as opposed to 359 carbs. So you save on carbs. Wait, that doesn't make sense though because it's just so. What's that? There's more there. There'd be more carbohydrates regardless. No, it's meat instead of like, um, uh, like. I think what I'm looking at is uh, the hula Hawaiian, so the the pineapple, the sugar has more oh, carbs. Yeah. 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 Well, those, those are complex carbs. Yes. So it's health food, essentially. You know, I really would go. Well, here's the thing. We're looking at this like, um, well, you know, I was going to say one person's not supposed to eat an entire pizza for like 3,600 calories. But if even if you divide 3,600 calories by eight, that's still not good. No, no. <laughs> I'm not a math person, um, but let, hang on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this in my head. Uh, so shit, I gotta figure out what happened. Hang on, wait, wait. wait. Three thousand three hundred seventy. <clears throat> okay, I'm just gonna round to thirty-four hundred. Uh, carry the. Hang on, half of three is fifteen, so nineteen. Right, nineteen. Hundred, right? Wait, no. Fifteen, seventeen hundred, and half of seventeen is. It's almost eight like and a half, eight hundred and fifty four hundred twenty. Hang on, almost there. Five calories. So four hundred twenty-five calories per slice. Yes. Wow, I did that in my head. That's very unhealthy. Now everyone, what the people realizing how I do my math? You showed your work. I showed my work. Yeah, I basically just did it in half eight times. I do woodworking, folks, for fun. This is why I don't do any projects, because I have to measure. <clears throat> I don't even know how to use a ruler, so look at me. Ah, you figure it out as you go. I, I guesstimate. That's how I roll. Yeah. Uh, so that was a good... That was a good discussion on gum from a dollar store. Do you want to move on to your next topic? Because I yeah, we should probably get going. I have something totally off topic to bring up for your next one too. Here's yours. All right, men, you heard it. Code red. Repeat. We are at code red. Recon plan, Charlie. Execute. Let's move, 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 move. Uh, Toy Story. We need more Toy Story in this show. Yeah. Can't hurt. Then I think about it, we're like, oh, but it's Toy Story. It's fairly recent. No, it's old as dirt. Yeah, 1994. Yeah. Fourth one's um, coming out, what, this year? Yeah. Actually, the, uh, Tom, Ho- Tom, Hoax, Tom Hanks just posted on his Instagram his last lines recording Woody. 
Oh, because this is the last one? Well, supposedly, but, you know. Two keep. was supposed to be the last one. Yeah, and then <laughs> three came along and basically uh, just, you know, ripped Broke our collective heart. hearts yeah. out. And you're like, oh, we can do this again. Um, well, particularly, I was... I didn't realize how visual the whole army man element to Toy Story was. This is what I was going to go with. Um, and I was going to go with Toy Story 3, but I couldn't find the proper clip because what I'm really talking about is not just army men because you could buy those at toy stores, especially like in a bucket. <coughs> but there was yeah. a very particular kind of army man you can only really find at like a dollar store. Okay. And those were the little parachute guys. Or you got them in like a birthday grab bag kind of thing. but Or at the dentist office. But those were my go. Those were my absolute like favorite little like tchotchke toy thing that you can find. Right, the they had like everything. They with had like the, with the hook on the with the little loop hole on the head, the mm -hmm. uh, eye, you know, mm -hmm. and then yeah, the parachute tied and rubber banded to them. I love those things. They were great. They, I, I the dollar I was, store as far as Army Men. <clears throat> I remember. Uh, it was best for variety. Uh, like there would be like the the blue, navy blue and and gray Civil War ones. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, I found um, like you know how there's certain levels of quality of army men. Yeah. Um, I found you know clean out my uh, my dad's house and my grandmother's house and stuff, and my uncle was there with me too, and he you know he was like having a whole flashback thing because he was finding like all his old toys in the basement, these old uh. uh like cowboys on their horses and shit. Like the, uh, what was the name of them? The company that made them. Um, they didn't look fun because they're just solid, like blown plastic. They also make like the baseball figurines out of them. Yeah, like right. That. Your uh, uh, your nephew uh, I saw set those up. Yeah, uh, that's kind of creepy that you know that. Um, well, uh, I don't want to say where it was, but we were standing around for a long period of time, and the only way to calm him down was to set the baseball set up. Your your brother-in-law. Hmm. And when Jake and I were discussing different stories with those, we wanted we wanted to buy our own set. We were hoping you could get us one. I'm confused. I think it was your grandmother's funeral. Oh, oh. No, no, no. I'm talking about like they're like, they're like. Ver I know what you're talking about. Like he's got these cool like uh like basically like playset mat ones, like a baseball yeah, field. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, got yeah, a yeah. No, no, no. These were like taller ones. They were like eight inches, nine inches tall, like blown plastic. Um, they're like, uh, who? Uh, I actually have some. I got like a Yogi Berra one and a Hank Aaron one. Um. I'll look it up. Someone probably has these even laying around, too. Um, hang on. Let me Google this. Blown plastic horses. This might be a bad thing to Google, folks. <laughs> Blown <laughs> plastic horses. <laughs> I think that's, like, number four on Pornhub. <laughs> Most searched behind, like, stepmother and sister porn, which is really uh, weird. But Blown plastic cowboys. Way, this might thing. be even worse. <clears throat> Blown plastic and, cowboys. Ah, uh, what the hell was it that? It autofills like you haven't searched it before, and you're trying to <laughs> play it off. No, 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 not on this computer. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll get. I'll look that up, and I'll bring it back to the show. Ajax? No. 
Maybe it might be he jacks. Now I'm seeing like soccer. This doesn't make or football, whatever. Um, anywho, no, these were different. But I get what you're going with. Um, anyway, in their basement, we found like his old army men and stuff, and I did keep a couple. And then, but they were Civil War ones, <coughs> and uh, which I could get why as kids they wouldn't have World War Two. Like we grew up with like World War Two army men, and but I would get why my dad and my uncle as kids back in the 50s wouldn't have that because my grandfather might not have found it too much fun them playing like World War II, uh, you know, army men. Mm-hmm. Now that I think about it. Uh, but they did have Civil War ones. And I found, and I get where I get it from. I see where I get it from now. Because they had like the horse like laying down. There was blood all over these guys. Like they marked them up. They had, all these guys were like covered in blood. They put little bullet holes in them. Even drilled little holes and stuff. I'm like, these guys were pretty sadistic. It makes complete sense now. That makes completely. Yeah. That. I. Uh, oh, they had, they had started just some cool. I and I used to play with these as a kid too. Didn't have a stroke at um, all there. Yeah. Uh, we'll just say it was uh, audio dropout. Sure. Uh, but what what was what I loved about these army men, and I don't know why I liked about it. What. It, it was I liked about it. I almost treated them like models because you would get these and they were it's a dollar store, so they're cheaply made. They weren't like these high quality ones. Like these are really detailed, the ones like I we found. But the ones you get in a dollar store, like it's almost like they didn't even bother to close the mold all the way. So like they would always have like that fringe and like little like leakage popping out and stuff like that. So, you know, me, I would go in and I would like Go through like I get my exacto knife and trim them up, make them all nice and pretty. Oh yeah. So they were like my little pet project at the same time. Yeah. Those like uh yeah the the, the mold leakage yeah yeah so it kind of looks like a flat piece of plastic mm-hmm. that, that you you kind of I like to like chew them off. I could I could see you doing that. Yeah, because yeah. I'm. Compulsive. Would you like the, you like the feeling of it getting stuck between your teeth? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like that too. <clears throat> Yeah, when I was at the movies the other night and I got a popcorn kernel stuck in my teeth, I was like, at first I was angry. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of fun. Now it's like a little challenge. So now, like, I'm, I'm bored in the movie and now I have well, like an hour to like, you know, play a g- little game with my tongue. Nothing gets a kernel out of your teeth easier than um, a tag on an army man. Very true. Yeah, you Very get it right out and, and, and then you use your teeth to rip that piece off and fix your army man. Yeah. I just had to clear uh, my throat. It's my voice is <laughs> my voice is just only coming back. We 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 recorded half this podcast the other night, but if you noticed that my voice was starting to dry out, I, by the end of it, I completely lost it. Yeah, you just stopped being able to talk, and I'm close to that now. Really? Yeah. Don't you hear it? No, no. You sound full of uh, piss and vinegar. I'm full of. I feel it. I'm ready to the go. The ener- the energy's there. All right, yeah. I'm gonna see how long I can drag you out and make you suffer. Oh, okay. This will be fun. I think you're gonna make the listeners suffer more than anything. But I'm gonna try. I'm gonna. I I could pop myself Start? down. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Hey, uh, if they if, if I don't have to tell them, I'm quite phlegmy tonight. They know. They can hear it. No, you sound adorable and handsome as usual. Well, that's. 
Well, at least we talked about soldiers in your pick and not uh, a stupid challenge. And Should we look up the nutritional, uh, <laughs> nutritional info soldiers. of a toy uh, army man? We should. Uh, plastic toy soldier nutritional nutrition. They're I'll probably like that. arsenic or something in them that will kill you. Well, my grandfather had like... And this is like I wouldn't be talking right now if he still had this because we would have sold them and made like millions of dollars. But as a kid, he had uh, like the lead ones. Oh right, like, right, right. Like the molds and like so he the molds and then they would go get lead and in a pan on the stove he would melt down lead, pour them into the molds and then paint the after it cooled, separate them, clean them up and paint the lead. And that's what he played with as a kid. His lead soldiers. And he had all the molds and he had like a trunk and he had. A trunk full of uh, uh, all his army men, his molds, comic books, baseball cards. Uh, he went into the army. Uh, he went to Korea. And when he came back, uh, it was gone. His mom's like, well, you don't need all those, all those toys. She just tossed it. Like, who knows what comic books were in that? Like, I just... I think, like, what was in that trunk? At least he has someone to blame, Squeezer. At some point... We did it to ourselves. And you're going to hate me for this. I had carded Hasbro Green 123 Kid. And I gave gave it to Boner. Just gave it to him. Oh, you know he opened it and he plays with it? No, I think he sold it to that fucking wrestling store in that dirt mall. Oh, go get it. Let's go get it back. I know. If he played with it, I'd be fine with that, but. You know he did. Uh. <laughs> I'll ask him next time I see him. That, I want that car. I want that carded figure so bad because Sean Waltman was in Notorious River. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, you get ribbed back. And before his photo shoot for that card, someone shaved his eyebrows off. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, look look up the Hasbro one two three kid figure. And look at the card. Hasbro one two three kid, and it's a, it goes. <laughs> That's awesome. I know someone shaved his eyebrows off because they knew he had that photo shoot the next <laughs> like day or two. Did they not have anyone in makeup like stencil a little something on? Uh, I think they you could see they tried, but it just really didn't take. Because you have to baby oil yourself up to get that look. That's true. That, that like you got Vince going, oh, what the hell? Uh, yeah, you know, and you know that they were there with like the little spray bottles, just misting him, getting yeah. that hair all nice and glimmery. Get that baby oil on him. And, oh, and you know, like they're I'm looking like they had the armpit hair, and it wasn't sticking yeah. out enough, so they were in there like kind of fluffing up his armpit hair, and oh, like yeah, yeah Johnny yeah, make him like, look more manly. Hey, Vince. You want me to get some more baby oil on one, two, three, kid? Put some on you too, boss. Um, but uh, Waltman and all his incarnations has always been one of my favorite wrestlers. Uh, that's why I had him. I love, and I still do. <clears throat> Sorry. Oh boy, here we go. Yeah, I still love. Uh, because oh, HBK is like my favorite wrestler of all time. Mm-hmm. Even though Jake hates him, kids don't know any better. 
No, they don't. He wasn't yeah. alive yet. Behind Ric Flair, who's the best wrestler? To, technical. Who's the best wrestler to ever wrestle? Uh, that's a loaded question. Uh, hmm. See, now I'm really gonna think about this. It's HBK. There's no. There's no thought needed. Who gets the best um, matches out of people? Uh, no, I might want to go Lance Storm. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I know. Uh, just today in my office, we had a discussion over people thinking. I like how I walked in and you basically, it was quiet. And I walk in your room and you're watching uh, WWE superstars. superstars. Yeah. Well, I'm not watching. It, I just have it on. You have it on. You have four TVs in your... Well, it's one big TV that's actually four. You have the Marty McFly screen. I do. I do. Uh, yeah, the FTW championship didn't stand for for the win. All right? It's fuck the world. Yeah. That, that... <coughs> I didn't know until you told me today that it stood for for the win. Well, I, I don't like I, that. I, me, that's why I always got world. confused when I look at certain memes. I'm like, wow, that's pretty aggressive. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, especially I, I realized it when I started seeing the memes pop up at Penn state, uh, after the whole, you know, black eye, like when it's at FTK, I always, yeah, we, we can call, let's call it a black eye. Sure. Sure. <laughs> well, you see, you think FTW meant fuck the world. Well, they would do like Penn state thon post Jerry Sandusky FTK. I'm like, Whoa, they can't say that. <laughs> That's what got him in trouble in the first place. Jeez. <laughs> For the kids. Yeah. I, we, yeah. Well, you know, I didn't know. Just like you. Yeah, I didn't. Like, for me, it's like fucking Taz with a towel on his head, suplex and shit and breaking necks. Right. And with his fuck the world championship on. Yeah. And I think that was a shot at World Wrestling Federation, correct? Uh, I believe, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I could be wrong. I am a lot of times. Yeah. Well, let's move on. We're, we're talking about <laughs> plastic Dollar army stores. action figures, not anything else. But uh, uh, speaking of action figures and speaking of wrestling, that bodes well into my next pick. It's, it, Ooh, it, we transitioned. We transitioned. It's, it's smoothly. It's in there. Okay, you can't even hear what this is, but it's an old AWA uh, Remco action figure commercial. The Battle Royale playset comes complete with six figures, referee, and official wrestling ring from Remco. So, you know what those Remco AWA action figures look like? Uh... I mean, are they more like just a solid? Uh, no, they're they kind move, they're kind they of just like solid rubber figures. No, they're not. They they move. They look they're like He-Man figures, but wrestlers. Okay. Uh, so that's what every like knockoff figure you got at uh, the dollar store looked like. Every wrestling figure, <clears throat> they all kind of looked like regular wrestlers, but they're clearly knockoffs. You you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. So, like, I loved getting 
so I was big into the WWF Hasbro wrestling figures, as we just talked about. I sold my green card 123 kid when I wanted to clear shit. I'm just a fucking idiot. So um, waiting for them to create new wrestlers, I would use the dollar store to stock up on, on guys. Before they made a Yokozuna, I remember I used Tattoo from Playmates Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, big yellow sumo guy. It comes with mm-hmm. the, plastic, the the sticker tattoos to put all over him. I used him yep. as Yokozuna. That's a good pick. Yeah, he was almost as better than the one they put out. Um, also, if you're like, if you grew up, by the way, watching wrestling like we did as kids, the WWF Superstars is on the network. Just put it on. It takes you back. It is exactly what you remembered wrestling to be. A lot of Vince McMahon, but you get over it. I'm trying to get back in, like currently. Oh, I'll never watch a new product. I'm not interested. But the old stuff, that's my that's my. Jam. I know, I know. I'm giving it a shot, though. I got the DVR set. As soon as we're done with this podcast, Squeeze, I'm going to crack a couple of cold ones and uh, watch some WWF superstars. Oh, but, when we're done, then you're going to crack them open? Well, I mean, you know me. I'm always a fan of cracking cold ones. That's some good foley right there. That might be your best. I'm not gonna lie. Thank you, thank you. You set me up perfectly for it. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna crack some cold ones. Pretend like I just got done watching cartoons. It's a rainy Saturday afternoon. I'm watching. Wait, wait. Super- so you were seven years old and you were drinking Heineken? Uh, cracking cold sunny D's or cold uh, uh, probably juice boxes of sips iced tea or. Some ecto-cooler? Ecto-cooler, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or like a glass of Sunny D, probably. None of which Yeah, we is... didn't do Sunny D in my house. Yeah, we did. There's vitamins in it. My, mo- my mom would cut it with water, though. Oh, uh, we... Well, hey, I do it now. She'd cut The last our... thing I'm going to do is give my kid sugar. Are you kidding me? Yeah. She, she... really thinks that you have to make juice. Like She cut our orange I, I, juice I, I, with water. I lied to her. It's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm making you juice. Okay, because it's a splash of juice just to give it some color, and then it's 95% water. Yeah, that's how um, my mom was ahead of the time, I swear. We never. I, I even do that for myself. I If I have like a glass of apple juice, I cut it. I haven't had a glass of fruit juice in 20 years. Well, and like, you know, Mrs. Squeezer looks at me weird. It's like, you like them? Like, I like juicy juice, which was basically watered down juice. Oh, I hated juicy juice. Oh, oh God, I loved it. I liked actually, I like just having the can. Yeah, with the big, the punch in the top. Yeah. Well, you got to double punch it yeah, to get guys, that airflow. Yeah, you get that good you know? flow. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we would get our uh, ecto cooler. Yep. Rarely did we have juice boxes because it was expensive. Like, I'll buy the can, punch it, and drink out of the fucking can. I guess bet. plastic didn't exist in the 80s and 90s. I don't know. Mm, it really didn't. We didn't have plastic bottles. Like, soda bottles used to be glass. That's true. We used to get our, well, I'm trying to think. Like, the big brands I thought were plastic. No, 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 no. no? Like, a Coke and a Pepsi, the six, it was a 16 ounce, and it was glass. Uh, for the longest time, it wasn't until like mid nineties where well, they transitioned to No, like the plastic. two liter bottles, though. No. Yeah, two liter bottles were were plastic. Yeah, two liter sure. bottles were plastic. But I remember like the local, like we would get. I remember going to get a treat, and <laughs> it would be in like the wooden crate with glass bottles. You know, and then you'd 
Yeah. Pop them, you get some treat up. Uh, some good stuff. Yeah, I like the, the red cream, man, for the win. Oh. <laughs> I still get it. And I go to probably get myself a uh, fuck the world. Get myself a cheeseburger sub and a cream soda. Mm, Where some at? curly fries. Some curly fries, not like those people in Connecticut eat. Yeah, they're straight fries at Arby's. Uh-huh. Now we were we were uh, confirmed by our friends that uh, early in the show we mentioned it. They do have they do have curled fries. Let's curl our fries today, good sir. Chop, chop, yeah, they only have curly fries when they buy straight fries and then they curl them. Hmm. Just to prove a point. Look what we can do. That's probably the truth. Fancy rich Connecticuts. Um. So yeah, that's why. What were we talking about? Actually. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, like knockoff action figures. Oh, no, but what I was getting at is what we drank. So, uh, I remember watching like WWF Superstars and Challenge on like Saturday afternoons on PIX 11. Because I, I, we've talked about it in the show before where we grew up, we're in a mixed market. It's the most gorgeous place in the world if you're a kid that wants to watch TV. Right. So, you have all the Philadelphia stations and all the New York City stations. So the number one and number four market in the country. It worked, came in. So we had PIX11, Philly 57, WWOR or Channel 9, wherever Howard Stern, the Howard Stern Channel 9 New York station, which mm-hmm. became UPN. And then um, we had Fox 5 New York and Fox 29 Philly. and Which was awesome come football, too. Oh, you yeah. You had your yeah. blackout rules because you always had options. You did. You did. Um and we had both CBSs. Uh, and I think at one point before something changed, we had two ABCs also. I do remember that. And then that one, uh, yeah, we were, only had one ABC, the yeah. Philly ABC. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, that's that's what we grew up on. So I remember on a, a PIX 11 is where we watch wrestling. And then afterwards, you get like a Baywatch, which just recently went up on. Um, we could recreate like Saturday afternoons from the kids now with the different streaming networks mm-hmm. and YouTube. So like, like watch Superstars, watch a Baywatch, put an infomercial on for like a Rompo Peel, <laughs> and then like play with your action figures for an hour before you take a nap and wake up, uh, get dinner, and, and for, don't go to church. Do something else, and then. Snick. <laughs> Sounds like a good day. Yeah, it's greatest days. Wait, go to. Why would Snick be on after church? Well, Catholics can skip Sunday morning church by going to Saturday night church. Squeezer, I don't know if you knew uh, that. Well, Lutherans would just skip Sunday church by not going to church. So, <laughs> uh, I listen. I love Saturday night church because it was like four thirty mass, and mm-hmm. you'd be at home in time for Snick. And we usually got fast food out of it, and okay, and okay. See, uh, that's cool. I was outside playing with my friends, but no, that sounds pretty awesome. Well, if the other choice is waking up early on Sunday morning and going to church, squeezer. No, I just, you know, made home fries and then went outside and played with my friends too. No, these were these were days where you couldn't play with your friends outside, like like a rainy day. I'm talking. Any... Okay, I played video games by myself in the basement and ate <laughs> leftover dominoes sitting on my Spider-Man and Hook beanbag chairs. That's true, that's true. No, any day you could be outside, whether it be snow, sleet, rain. Any day I was allowed outside, I was outside. Mm-hmm. Exploring, smashing your desk. Oh, I loved a good, miserable day and just, all right, 
I'm going to go outside and tough it out just to see how long I can last. Oh, yeah. In like a snowstorm, yeah. You can wait <laughs> to get out. Oh, yeah. It was just it was a matter of whether your parents let you out or not is what I'm talking about. Fair enough. Yeah. God, stop shitting on my fucking story, Squeezer. Sorry. No, I'm not shitting on your story. I'm just rubbing it in that you had to go to church and I had fun. <laughs> yeah, I did. I had to go to church. It was only fun during Easter season when you got to do the Stations of the Cross. Yeah, nothing like an execution to light yeah. things up. <laughs> little mini snuff film you got to perform with this little cool book. It is, it is true. Hey, children, go pretend to die. Yeah. Uh, go, go read how this man was tortured and killed. Every week. I got to be a shepherd. I didn't. There was no shepherds in the stations, living stations. Oh, I don't. We didn't. Well, living yeah, nativity had a shepherd. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Christmas. We yeah. didn't. Yeah. Come east. You just, you we had a living. Got sta- hammered on wine. We did have a living stations. My brother was Jesus. I was. Of course he was. Yeah. I was ousted of Catholic. Jesus had hair. He had hair back then. Nah. I don't believe that. I was ousted of Catholic school before I was able to be in the living stations. That makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. My mom said, well, you would have been like Satan or Pontius Pilate, so I'm glad you were. (laughs) Oh, no, you're absolutely Pontius Pilate. Right. I work for you now. You're Pontius Pilate. (laughs) I wash my hands of this. You're you're the epitome of a Roman executive. (laughs) All right. Um, I'm washing my hands of this pick, and I'm moving on to your next one. What are they doing? Alejandro's uh, prepared a delightful menu for us. Chili and sea bass, I believe. All right, first of all, I want to apologize for the edit. It was strictly for time, not for content. Yeah, well, sometimes you have to do that. Yeah, yeah I just figure people didn't oh, want to on. hear. Apologize you know to the one person who noticed. Uh, Ted Brothers? Yes, Mr. Brothers, squeezer, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I, I figure most people, and you know what? No, they're wrong then. I was Bo- going to say most both people don't bro- want to hear raptors huffing and puffing. Squeezer, both of the Ted brothers you apologize to. Yes, I apologize to both of you. Um, wow, that goes back. <laughs> yeah, at one point Almost early on the podcast, years. I wasn't sure if it was a man named Ted Brothers or, or two brothers with the last name Ted. Or, or Ted two brothers. brothers named Ted and their parents bro- just, you know, only had one name. Picked. Could have been either. Could have been any yeah. of those situations. Um. Uh, anywho, yeah, I, I just cut out a little bit of the, the stalking of the cow. And I'll, I'll get to, this sounds weird for a dollar store pick. And it also has a lot to do with our last pick. Um, but have we pointed out, though, the reason I kept some of that clip in is because I am still obsessed with the whole how the Chilean sea bass thing works with the concept of Jurassic Park. Uh, the farming? Well, the fact that the whole idea of the name Chilean sea bass was just made up to sell Patagonian toothfish. 
that it's an ugly, shitty looking fish and it doesn't sound good. But when you say we're having a Chilean sea bass, the presentation on the outside looks fantastic. But the actual fish itself isn't necessarily pretty. It's not like a tuna, you know. Do you think it was an in-joke by the filmmakers? It's not an in-joke. I I think it's actually like a a parallel to the actual story itself. No, I I, do think it was on purpose, though. Like they did it on purpose. Oh, absolutely. And you read the book. What like every year is yes. that? Is it in the text? You know what? I read it every year, but I don't know. But I will look right. for it when, when you when you get to that point. Uh, pay, when when you're starting reading Jurassic Park again, uh, let me know over the. What does it take you about four or five months? <laughs> uh, it takes me about two three days. I don't understand. Hold on, I'll find out right now. I have this book squeezer. Uh-huh. On this program called Kindle. Oh, cool. I, I actually have Timeline uh, in my email. You do. So uh, um, I, don't, I don't read my email, so I'm not, if you think I'm going to read a book and then you think I'm going to read my email and put the two of them combined, yeah. So right now I'm launching my Kindle desktop reader squeezer, right. and I will open the book, and I will search for it, but you can continue. I will continue. Oh, look at that. Why um, So... You know, you you'd have the like the knockoff uh, action figures and stuff. Uh, before we moved on, I was even to say like I would get the knockoff GI Joes there. Like there'd just be like Soldier Man, you know, and they're, the joints always sucked. They were never as good as a real GI Joe. But you would also get, and you can get these at like you know, you you can either buy them for a dollar at the dollar store, or if you're like at a zoo or a museum, you can get them for like seven dollars a piece. Um, or if you're at a gift shop, they're like $25 a piece. But just those little solid plastic animals. Yes. What the hell? What, what are you supposed to do with those? Now, uh, well, I really don't know. I guess play farm? They make a Except- farm simulator video game, so. Oh, I know. Mrs. Squeezer was really hooked on that way back in the day. Uh, probably like five, yeah, probably even more, six, seven years ago. And I would mock her for it. Meanwhile, I'm doing Jurassic Park Builder. Um, the only but, like, mention I never... of Chilean in the book were the farmers who unwitting, unwittingly risked their lives because um, Dawson released the Biosyn rabies vaccine on their farm without them knowing about it. There is no Chilean sea bass in the book. Okay, so that's just in the movie. But yeah. still, it's it's a great little piece of writing, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, no, no Crichton, but it's good. Um, where was I going with this? Oh, yes, those animals. So, like, I didn't know what to do with them. And not that I ever even bought them myself. Um, and then I realized, like, oh, I had an epiphany. And I went and I bought a couple because... You know me, I can't just sit down and for the same reason why I can't read a book in like three days. It's because I start breaking it down scene by scene and create my world like I'm blocking it, designing it, and it takes me forever and I just get lost in the details. Um, I would do the same thing with my toys. Like, um, believe it or not, I had the Jurassic Park compound. Uh, we know uh, your, sque- your spoiled little ass had that. Yes, my spoiled little ass had that. Uh, and you know, it had the fences and stuff. And I also had, I would bring in the, uh, Ghostbuster firehouse and I would bring in everything. 
And I, for Jurassic Park, I took over my house. Like, completely took over the entire living room and half of the kitchen. Um, and basically built the uh, built an island. Uh, you had compounds. Every uh, every paddock was there. Different dinosaurs were separated. And you didn't just play Jurassic Park. You basically reenacted the whole thing. And then I would tweak it for certain, you know, uh, creative elements to make playtime a little more fun. Uh, you know, we're not just going to sit and sleep in a tree for, you know, real time. We move on. The hardest part, though, was creating the T-Rex paddock because they didn't even know what the hell they were doing when they created the T-Rex paddock. Uuh, I have a basic understanding of how I blocked it in my head, uh, but it requires me to have a couch and a coffee table with me, and I just don't have that right now. <laughs> uh, but what I did need was something to feed my raptors, and I needed goats to feed my T-Rex. So I would go to the dollar store, and I would buy these animals up, and I'm assuming the lady at the counter thought it was so sweet that this little boy, um, it was probably 10, uh, but still, that, you know, he's buying these little farm animals and, like, like, a tiger maybe or something like that. But really, I was buying them for the sole purpose of feeding them to my dinosaurs uh, for my Jurassic Park uh, role play, if you will. At least... Am I weird? No. I mean, I'm sure your Jurassic Park roleplay has gotten a lot weirder, and Mrs. Squeezer, we're sorry for that. But uh, that's, kind of, that's kind of normal and common, I think. It happened more than you probably thought. You think so? Yeah, Because I, I, I honestly don't know what else you would use those things for. No, no, unless you play... I guess they look nice. I mean, if, if you like, like, you know, you like lemurs, and you're like, oh, there's a lemur, and you buy a lemur, and you put it on your desk. Oh, like you know, same thing. I got I got a battle troll. I got a Darth Vader and a Punisher and a Christmas Vacation VHS tape sitting right next to me. You know, it's nice to look at. I've got uh, a 1992 Applause Penguin plastic figurine, a 1991 cloth Dick Tracy figurine from our a good friend oh, Ferris yeah. Print, Mark Ferris at Ferris Print. Sent it to us as a gift. Uh, I have a from Enchantress a uh, Playmates Donatello Egon uh, Ninja oh, Turtles and I don't forget I got my Bob the Goon oh yes oh and my Jordy LaForge with a remo- removable visor that I spoke of way back in the day God I, I if we, if I want to tell you everything that's sitting right here I would take forever I have yes the NECA Friday the Thirteenth no not Friday the Thirteenth I'm sorry uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Three Dream Warriors I got my Idina Menzel credential when she called me honey. She did. Oh, honey, because you tripped right in front of her. I didn't trip. I walked into a road case yeah. backwards in the dark. Oh, honey, she's <laughs> got that Michigan accent. Oh, honey, mm. she's she was a sweet lady. Yes, very nice. Easy to work for. Not a diva. Mm-hmm. No. Um, I didn't even mean the name drop there. I just wanted to point out that she called me honey. She did. Oh, honey, tripped in front of her. That's great. I have, I have some McDonald's glasses from the 80s. I have Lewis Winthorpe. Pop. I've told my God, my Funko Pop. We could be here all day. A box I, got of my, I have my, my original E.T. bank. Um, There's no money in there. I have pretty much the entire line of Batman Returns action figures in front of me. Wow, there's still money. There, you hear that? Yeah, a little jingle jangle. I have... Oh, I, have I an, can't get it out because it's one of those like solid banks where you have to actually break it to get it out. I have an Urkel doll. 
Oh, that's cool. <laughs> you, you're not as excited. Hold on, I'm gonna get my Urkel doll. Hold on. No, no, that's cool. I would, I wasn't being insincere. Hold on, I'm not. You can't. I can't hear you. Get my Urkel doll. Okay. But eventually then, you know, as as you grow older and I had, you know, I had BB guns, you need targets to work with. So I would, these animals transitioned great into uh, hunting expeditions. So you'd kind of set them up in the backyard and bust out the BB gun and uh, use them for target practice, which is good because, you know, at 20 yards, they're pretty small. So if you can plink one of those, good for you. I was probably inspired by Kevin Arnold. Did I say Kevin Arnold? I meant Kevin McAllister. Do you hear that? No, I know. And shooting uh, sports, not Sports Illustrated. Um, starting line. Why did I say Kevin Arnold? I mean, we like Kevin Arnold, but yeah. yeah. Do you like that? Yeah. He still talks. He's in pretty much mint condition. I got him from my friend, uh, Zombie Sailor. Um, Yeah, brand new. The box was destroyed, but he's like, it's, he's like brand new. I'm like, I want him. I don't know what he said there. What was that? Got any cheese? Ah, uh, me and Urkel go hand in hand, <laughs> man. What was that? I think you didn't ingest him. I don't know what that one is, but Ghani cheese. Yeah, Urkel. Urkel would have fit in well with our circle. That's uh-huh. why. I, that's why I bought the Urkel doll. I like having him around. He, he was ahead of his time, man. He was. He, now, now it's cool to be a nerd. Right. Thank, thank God. Thank God. If only that would have come, you know, you know, eighteen years earlier. That would have made things a little bit easier. But you know, it makes us high school makes us who we are. It makes us who we are, and um, it, who we are becomes the thirty. Six-year-old man with an Urkel doll. But uh, I digress. Squeezer, should we move on? Let's move on. My last pick. State champs. Who's your favorite chess player? (laughs) Nezha? Right. There's the girl. What country is he from again? I don't know. I made it up. I'm never going to get this thing. Whoa, 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 whoa. What are you telling me for? You really had me going there. Sit down. That's a scene from Seinfeld. We don't get enough Seinfeld on this show. I know. I played a little clip from Seinfeld. When George was uh, interviewing people for the Susan Ross uh, fund, which which came from Jerry quoting Wrath of Khan to his to Susan Ross's parents after she died. If we find a way to remember, they're never really dead. <laughs> uh, so he they got the Susan Ross fund, and he's trying to find a scholarship recipient, and he asks if he plays jazz. He's like, "Yeah, who's your favorite jazz player?" And he's like, Basically, a way for me to I couldn't find a clip to talk about, and I've talked about these on the show before. Those magnetic chess boards. Yeah, it's why mm-hmm. I learned to play chess because they'd sell these, and I wanted a game. I was so obsessed with finding a game, finding ways to like occupy. I hated 
driving in cars, long drives. Like any like to Bethlehem was a chore for me. So I was obsessed as a kid with finding like ways to occupy myself in the car. And um like I was really into like the idea of like car games. I loved like they sold those Milton Bradley like uh like travel games, but they were garbage and my parents rightfully never bought them for me. But these dollar store games, it was my money. It was my dollar and they couldn't stop me. Uh, so I got chess and, and checkers is one thing, but I had chess. And so I was like determined my grandpa would help me play. So I learned, I'm still not good at chess. People think I'm cause I, you know, I know the rules, but everyone knows rules anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm like a maniac. You know me, I have no, I don't see, the field and and meticulate like you do i'm like attack with my best pieces when it's over i'll go take a nap that's why i can't play poker i'm like all in on the second hand you get what i'm Mm -hmm. saying squeezer i could see that yeah (laughs) this is boring i'm all in i lost all right i'm done it's like wait wait i don't have the exact hand i should be playing at this moment so oh yeah you would play every hand just to be in every hand yeah, and I'm, I'm gonna. I would love to front you in a tournament if <laughs> I had, you know, a couple dollars to just burn, just to see what the outcome would be. Yeah, because you'd probably end up doing incredibly well because you wouldn't follow any etiquette or rules. No, and you would drive everyone crazy. Oh, they'd all hate me. They they do. I've played poker with friends. They hate me. Yes, because I just I go all in on the worst cards. Like, why? I'm like, I don't know. It's boring and stupid. Well, you're not supposed to do that. I can do whatever I want, right? Yeah. No, is there a rule that I can't do it? All right. I I remember I was playing. We were in Atlantic City. And it was a couple of us. It was like four in the morning. I was tired. I don't gamble. I didn't want to be there. I wasn't gambling. And I wasn't gambling. I was standing around so far. My friends was like, sit down at this, this table. We need an exercise. So sit down here and play. Um, he's like, use my money and play. We're playing blackjack. So we're playing oh, blackjack. No. Oh, and he's I, gonna hurt me. And this guy at the end of the table starts bitching about me doing, and I'm winning. And he starts <laughs> bitching about me making my moves. And and I'm like, if you don't shut the fuck up, I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> like I'm. Sp- I, if I may, what was the minimum bet at that table? I don't remember. Like I don't know, ten bucks. All right, then you should stop complaining. Yeah, exactly. When you're at at a low money table like that, it might it might like it would it would drive me nuts. And like I would I would just get up and leave and find another table. Oh my god, he was I was ready to kill this guy. I was like, would you shut up? Yeah, but when you're when you're playing minimal bets like that, that's yeah. If you're playing at a high at a high roller table, yeah, they could they should take you out and and shoot you on the boardwalk and then just throw your body in the water. No, this was like a five dollar table squeezer. Might have been five dollars. I just I, I, I like to play at tables where the dealer can't even count the cards up, so you have to do it for them. Uh, that I, just makes me feel better. My my at that point I was just trying to we we they um I was just I was half in the bag. I just wanted to go up and sleep, and I was trying to make everyone lose their money so we can go upstairs and sleep. But I kept winning. And okay, real, real simple, real quick. You have fifteen, and a dealer showing a six. What do you do? I have 15. Mm-hmm. All right, hold on. I have to remember how Blackjack's played. This I'm is tra- the easiest scenario you could possibly imagine. I'm trying to get to 21, correct? Yes. I have 15. Dealer shows a 6. Dealer shows 6. 
And what are my choices? Just uh, I, I really you, don't know, so you have to remind me. You can hit or stand. I'll even let you. Sp- I'll even let you double down right now if you want. No, but you, you can you can either hit stand or double down with a fifteen. The dealer's showing a six. Dealer's showing a six, and I and everyone else at the table has uh, multiple cards with all low values. Dealer's showing six. I now I know you probably stand, but I probably then I probably would have hit. Okay, I, I would strangle you with my bare hands. <laughs> But I, I'd get like a four, and I'd be like, "Woohoo!" And then, <laughs> <laughs> so like that was the dealer's four, you asshole. Well, if it was the dealer's four, he'd get. Well, no, because he'd, he'd have something else. Say he had a ten at sixteen, twenty. Then, yeah, you would have saved the day. But let's say the next, the last guy, he would have needed a four, and you took his four. Yeah, well, I don't care. I needed it. it. it, it yeah, it's it's a weird mentality, but it. it to... So if he wins, do I get a cut of his money if I give him that four? Well, no, but well, the idea is if cares? you all play the right way, it should work out. But that doesn't mean it, it, but it's not true. It's not. But there is just common sense moves that you should do for yourself. And one of them is standing on a 15 dealer show on a six. Right, I wanted to have fun, so I hit <laughs> I live life on the ad squeezer. What are we talking about? Dollar stores? Yeah. We, we started to. I think in the last show we did, which was, uh, or the first half of the show, I mean. <laughs> we really didn't. I had a magnetic chessboard, and I learned how to play chess. <laughs> and I liked it. Yeah. Was that the only place you can, like, get the, like, would you buy those? They sold them in grocery stores, but. All I mean, right, and but like I'm assuming you, you so went like, into a dollar a grocery st- store markup for toys. Yeah, of course, you went into a dollar store squeezer with intent to buy. Like, if you went in, yeah, with, you didn't just go perusing in the no. dollar store. If you went in with five dollars, you went in with five dollars to spend. You were gonna buy five. You had you had that twenty five cents tax ready to go. You went in ready to. I feel like dollar stores should be tax free just to make it easy. I know. But they weren't. Um, but you went in with that. Like you, if if you were going in with five dollars and thirty cents, it's you, like you going up to that blackjack table. Right. You were coming out with five things. It wasn't a matter of of what. It was a matter of like, yeah. I don't. I don't know what I'm saying. But you know what I. You know what I mean. No, I. I get you. You're going in there. You're gonna. You're gonna spend. You'll find a way to spend that money. Right. It's not. Yeah. It's not. Sometimes you need a new spatula. It's not if, it's when. Yeah, or like a pair of pliers. What are you going to use these pliers for that are going to break as soon as you try to do something with them? <laughs> I don't know, but I will these find aren't, out. They're not plying. It's like what people say now about Target. You don't go to Target with a list. You go to Target and wait for it to tell you what you need. Oh, I know. And it's like a joke now. They like mock I, you. Either way, register, either way, like, I'm still leaving with five bucks less because I'm stopping at Starbucks and I'm going to waste my money on another stupid drink I don't need. Speaking of stupid drinks you don't need, your last pick. Some days any dinner will do. But some days you need more. Dinty more. For some people, fancy food fads won't do. Some people want more. Dinty more beef stew. Big tender bites of beef, a 
potatoes and carrots <coughs> with bread dip and gravy. So when a frozen dinner just won't do, get more dingy more beef stew. Sorry, you guys all heard me clear my why, why did Why did that guy in the that lady clear her throat in the middle of a Dinty Moore commercial? Yeah, I know. It's because they're barely having a voice to begin with. <laughs> uh, so, do you, you drink your beef stew? I, I don't know. I never had beef stew. <laughs> Wait, what? Really? No. I got some in my fridge. I just made some the other day. It's delicious. I'll make you some beef stew. Oh. It's probably even better now because it's settled. You know, you got to let it wait a day or what two. Do you That's put, like French onion soup. What do you way. put in beef stew? Beef and vegetables. I, I didn't ask for a, a, specifically. I'm allergic to a lot of things, Squeezer. Oh, uh, beef. I can't eat most chicken pot pies because of peas. I love chicken pot pie, but I'm allergic to peas. All right, I'll leave the peas out. I don't think I put peas in this one to begin with. Uh, peas. Uh, potato or sorry, beef. You're like, I'm like, <laughs> I'll leave it out. Uh, peas. Hang on, I still got the recipe right here. Uh, let's see. Uh, beef. Do you use cornstarch to thicken the sauce, the broth? I can if I need to. I actually did in this case. Do you, do you use... need me to leave that out? No, no, no. I'm fine. Do you do you emulsify the fats on your own instead of? cornstarch i'm just wondering how you stew i i um i am also just walking up the stairs i emulsify my fats <laughs> um beef uh, a little bit of onion uh carrots celery um and some garlic uh tomato paste am i still allowed to use tomato paste or is that bad too now no, I like no. It's not bad. I'm just allergic it's to the, peas. It's the cube. No, no. I'm talking about our earlier conversation oh, yeah, yeah, before yeah, we started yeah, yeah, about yeah. not using canned tomatoes because it's got like extra salt for a preservative. Which, I'm sorry, I eat Slim Jims. There's nothing that you put in a can of chopped tomatoes that isn't in a Slim Jim. Yeah, so. you've seen the effect of red lentils on me almost instantly. That's kind of how I am with peas too. Um. Yeah, this did call for frozen peas, but, you know, I can always leave them out. Um, I can find something else to put in their place. Yeah, um, that was bad for me. Uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll, leave out, I'll leave out the peas for you. That was a rough night. We were doing a, a shoot with a You didn't think anything of it. Sports player. And I'm allergic to peas, and I know I'm allergic to peas and um, uh, uh, chickpeas. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, a couple other things, but I didn't think anything of red lentils. And we're doing a cooking segment with a player who went vegan who explained to us that it's easy to go vegan because we only are, we only eat meat because we salt it. That's not true. Not true, but that's what he told us. My body possesses all the enzymes in the world to break that down. Right. And that's why our brains are bigger. But I digress. So uh, I was it's like... Oh. Cooking makes it... The reason we cook it isn't just to make it edible. It's to make it more digestible. Therefore, we get more nutrients out of it. Science. Right. I uh, decide I'm going to try this red lentil soup. It was and pretty good. It was good. And I'm like, oh, that's good. I, I had a few spoonfuls. and almost well, It was like good because, you know, vegetables are delicious on their own. And, you know, we have to season our meat despite all the cumin that was in this dish. But oh, there also the wasn't a half pound of Himalayan pink salt in it. That was also delicious. Yeah. 
Uh, so immediately I start feeling like that creeping feeling up your throat and your lips and everything and your tongue, like, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. And my throat starts, I can't even drink water. And immediately I get my car and peel out to the CVS and take yeah. six. Just like Susan licking a, a letter for a, or licking an envelope for a wedding invitation. Right. And it wasn't going to be the summer of Ryan, like the summer of George. So I, I took a handful of Benadryl, and then I had to, uh, as tired as fuck as it made me, because I, if I take it to go to sleep, I'll be up all night. Like, it won't work. Mm-hmm. But if I take it to not die, and I have to direct a game, I, am, I feel like I have a 10-pound tw- weight on my eyelids, each of them. I get that. It's probably screen time. You should limit your screen time. Yeah, sure. Fuck it. Whatever screen time no i have that like thing that makes it orange instead of blue uh blue blockers oh i should get some blue blockers i have blue blockers duh they're in my center console i wear them all the time <laughs> what thing? i should get blue blockers I, I own blue blockers like uh, the big ones that the Fuck old yeah, ladies wear huge, like yeah. that they put over their glasses no 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 these are the big like like big plastic black with orange lens ones oh no i want the ones that are just a solid shade that look like safety glasses that you put on (laughs) over your other old lady glasses Nah, i have straight up blue blockers man these things are fucking money and i look nah you need those infomercial ones no these are the infomercial ones the original ones blue blockers oh look at you i could have used those driving home tonight yeah couldn't see a thing yeah, it was. I, it, I, it, it was that weird, rainy, dark, right. suck up all the light in the yeah, road kind of thing. It was. I was on the phone with Entrenches. I'm like, I don't know where the road lines are. Like, it was that I was bad. thinking that on the way home. I'm like, if I didn't drive this road every day, like, I wouldn't know where I am right now. Like, I know I'm in the in the lane. I know I'm where I am. But I'm doing this judging off of, like, where the grass is and where the poles are. Yeah, it was that, like... It was that level where it reflects the light enough that you can't see anything. I hate driving in that. I guess we're just getting old, too. Our younger eyes could, but now... That's true. Something about staring at a screen six inches away from your face for 15 years will do that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man, this was fun. I think we talked dollar store, but... Somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. We We talked a lot of other stuff, too. But we didn't talk at all about why I picked beef stew. Oh, shit. No, we didn't. We just completely... We almost ended the show without me even talking about it whatsoever. Oh, my God. Yeah. Talk about beef we stew. We talked about how delicious beef stew is, but why has anything to do with dollar stores? Yeah. We what, we got a... Yeah. Go on. with. Uh, explain to me how you got dollar store beef stew. Was it old beef, beef stew? Well, no. It was still within the date. It was, was close. Was it branded Dinty Moore or was it Some, like... Sometimes. Okay. If, if you're lucky and you're a fancy with Dinty Moore... Um, but yeah, I would, um, I don't know what it was cause maybe it's cause it was a dollar, but even like as a kid, I'm like, Ooh, a can of beef stew or Ooh, a can of, uh, um, like, uh, cup of noodles. Cup of noodles is a big one. They'd always have there. Yeah. But those aren't can. That's like a styrofoam cup. Styrofoam cup with the label and then the plastic cellophane wrapped around it. Right, and they sell now for thirty-four cents. So, how many was it for a dollar then? I'm pretty sure it was one for a dollar. Really? It was the dollar. I wasn't that bright. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> it's only a dollar. I'm an idiot. Like now, now they're thirty-four cents. 
Yeah. Um, but back then they were probably like ten for a dollar. Sure. Uh, if you want to look up, I don't, we looked up sodium earlier. Let's not get into nutritional info about dinty more beef stew or a uh, cup of noodles. Well, uh, I mean, everyone knows cup of noodles is a cup of garbage, but yeah. but sure. at the same time, dude, when you're out in like the woods and you're freezing your ass off and you have one of those and you pour up some boiling water in there, it's the most delicious thing in the world. I think I think a cup of noodles is the most delicious thing in the world, no matter what. Yeah, but there's something. It's something about the suffering that makes it worth, you know. The suffering makes any food taste better. Uh, that's fair enough. Um, that's true. Like you know, if we went back and like ate like what the pilgrims actually ate, we'd be like, "This sucks." Okay, one cup of dinty more beef stew isn't as bad as you think, except for sodium. Of course, it's always sodium. What the f- no wonder I look like I'm. <laughs> think I'm retaining something? One serving size is a cup. 208 calories. Fine. That's good. That's healthy. Mm-hmm. 9.2 grams fat. A little on the high side. A lot of Yeah, carbs. it's beef. It's the beef. 18.3 grams carbs. Not bad. Potatoes. 1.7 gram fiber, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. 12.5 grams protein, which is filling. Mm-hmm. 1,084 milligrams of sodium, which is half, half one cup of beef stew is half of your sodium for the day. So if you eat... And you know you're not eating one right, cup. If you eat two cups, two eight-ounce cups, and this is like get your serving cups out, and that's probably a bowl you pour for yourself. That is all of your sodium you're Jesus. allowed today. Wow. Stack that on top of a little Caesar's uh, hot and ready, and... Uh... Basically, basically they would they would strap you up on the back of a camel and take you across the desert. <laughs> yeah. Salt road, get it? <laughs> it was a thing back. Then. No, I got it. It's Silk yeah. Road. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we would. I would go, and you know, we. My friends, it's the same thing. Like when we go to the movies, my friends would buy candy. I'd buy a bag of cheese ends. Like, we'd go to the dollar store, and I would have to go and get myself, I'm like, oh, there's beef stew. And I would buy myself a can of beef stop, stew. Stop. Explain to the listeners what cheese ends are. I know, because you've told me this before. Oh, I've spoken about it. Uh, you know, like, you get a, the store gets, uh, the you know, the loaf of cheese, and they slice it. <laughs> and it gets to the end, it can't only go through the slicer so much, so they save that. <laughs> they chop all that up, and they're like, the ends, and they still sell it by the pound. <laughs> and you can just go, oh, give me a bag of cheese ends. And now what they do, they realize people did this, so now they cube it up, put it in a styrofoam tray, wrap it in cellophane, and mark the price up even more. But if you go to a deli counter and go, give me a bag of cheese ends, they'll just give you a bag of cheese ends. And you take that in, you sit down, watch the fir- watch X-Men, and you see everyone in their leather leotards, and you sit there and eat a uh, three-quarters of a pound of American cheese and feel sick. I should have just got Skittles, but what are you going to do? No, the cheese actually is probably healthier. Not uh not three quarters of a pound no, in well, an hour and forty five minutes. Well, I mean, I, neither are healthier, but cheese is still probably there's no poison really in it. Sugar's uh, poison. Sure. Probably. Sure, but everything in moderation and that's not exactly something I'm fond of. Um Well I that that you're Capping this show with beef stew made my night because I had a good, I had a few good laughs. Oh, thanks. 
You, you didn't buy beef stew from the dollar store for? I, mean, I think my brother did. My brother was in the she MREs did. and shit like that. But oh god, those suck. I know. There's nothing fun about that. When I loved like, all the accoutrement that came with MREs, like the little the uh, the heat tat the uh, the heat tablet, the little Tabasco yeah. sauce, the little like charms ch- jewels or whatever, like the charms like mm-hmm. lifesavers that were looked like halls. You know that you got in it. Yeah, but the actual food, like, oh, man, I, like, going back to the last show, my Canada trip, we lived off of, you know, it was all just freeze-dried and dehydrated stuff for, uh, what, like a week? Oh, goodness. So, like, like beef jerky was the greatest thing in the world, like, and that was a very special treat. That was only for portages, but, uh. We got two and a half hours plus out of the dollar store squeezer. Well, I don't think we talked anything about dollar store. Did no. we? No. We like we mentioned it, mentioned the th- something we bought there, and then rambled on about uh, George's dead fiance. That was like a very small part. We, what we rambled on it, about was everything it was. else. But I'm I'm just proud that I had a call back from something like three minutes earlier. You did, yeah. and I got it. So we're on top of the ball, I guess. On the ball, or on top of it. I on kinda, the ball. If I, you're on top of it, you're going to roll off. Yeah, I kind of mix those. Unless you're a Lemmy, the Koopa kid who was on the ball. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you had to kind of knock. He was the first villain. Wait, was that Lemmy? Yeah, I think he was the first villain in... Uh, he was Lemmy, and he was the first villain in Super Mario World. Because you had to kind of knock him off the lava cliff. Oh, see, I'm I'm thinking uh, Super Mario Brothers 3. Yeah, he was in Mario 3, too, but he was also the first villain in Mario World. Yeah, but I think he was. was on I want to say both. he was in three. He was in both. Yeah. No, no, but what I meant, uh, stage-wise. Oh, he he just his balls like came from the ceiling, and he was. Um, he he was. Uh, Lemmy no, Lemmy Koopa. was Iceland. Lemmy Koopa and Mario three was Iceland. Yep. Yeah. So what, what was that? Six. Yes. Yes, six. Uh, but he was in, in the first land in uh, Mario World. I'm in the ball. So he's on top of the ball. And we are out of time. Oh, well, that sucks. I know. but this I'd was, keep going. I, I, I can ramble on all day. I know, but I want to kind of hit the post here on our song, and we have 30 seconds left. Do we? Oh, I thought it, I thought it just ended there and relooped. Okay. Uh, but this was a fun dollar store look back and uh, we'll be yeah. back we'll be back next week with more rad stuff on RK. I'm Squeezer. And uh, have a good night. See ya. Bye. Bye. See ya. We're getting close, aren't we? So close. How much longer? Right here. Post.